Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And this is what we like to call old fine throwdown Thursday, man. We got a lot of football to talk about. It may have only been one game, but that, that was an intense football game, buddy. First and foremost, let's get him up here, man. Straight up out of the district. That's right. The one and only D-Stat, who I'm sure wasn't one of those betters that had the bad beat with Patrick Mahomes taking some sacks at the end of the game. Right? <laughs> no, no. I went in on any of those uh, prop bets. Sure. Actually, actually, Mahomes won me money because I had him to score a rushing touchdown during the game. So that was a nice first touchdown nice. of the game. Made it uh, nice and easy. But uh, Well played, sir. No. Thank you. I thought, I thought so. I did. I did think that was a funny headline, though. People were like, "Oh, bad beat." What did he have? Like forty-four yard, forty-four rushing yards, and then the sacks took him down. I forget what the, what the, whatever the over/under was, twenty-nine and a half, something like that. Twenty-nine and a half. It's, yeah. it's mainly, it's, it, it is pretty awful, <laughs> in that it, it, whatever it, it, it all equaled up to being sixteen or, or whatever it needed to be to knock it down to twenty-nine. Yeah. Even. So I mean, that, that's, that's, cold. That's, that's, that's cold. That's cold. That's cold. Probably not a ton of people on that, but at the same time, I guess there's enough degenerates in the world. There were, yeah, that's there's enough degenerates in the world that they're gonna have gambling on the new XFL. I mean, they're gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like, there are enough degenerates, bro. Oh, yeah. If there's, when there's gambling, on, when there's gambling on the Bachelor and shit like that, yeah, of course. People <laughs> if people are willing to bet on the WNBA, you know, <laughs> there's degenerates in the world. It's still a sporty asshole. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, you ready to hit your cue, brother? Yes, sir. All right, three brew in. Fun. Let me get to the right spot in the song, though. Ha, 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 ha. Here we go. Woo. 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 Nice. Oh, look, Mark blurred his background. Look at you being all funny with the Skype. You're a hoot. Anyway, man, you know what? I'm sorry we didn't get together at any point over the Super Bowl. You know, Shannon stopped by. I had Randy and Penny over here for a little bit. Whitfield was over here. It, it's kind of weird not having a big Super Bowl event, but we had. It ended up being really nice, by the way. It ended up being nice. We had a good time. We had a, we had a good crowd. It wasn't too much. You know, solid. Plenty of food. Uh, plenty of beverages, and uh, we had a good time. I know not the outcome Randy wanted, but we had a good time. It was nice to hang out with everybody without it turning into a monstrous production. So I was pretty did happy I about that. Did y'all watch it downstairs, or did you watch it on the, the no, train outside? No, it didn't. ended up not setting all that up outside. just figured it was a lot of extra work, and uh, it was cold enough that all the kids stayed inside. Anyway, they were playing upstairs. So sense. it just worked itself out. That's okay. We'll break the projector out another time. Some, maybe some March Madness you can get in the Maybe some March Madness. That could be a good time, bro. We do we do have a, a Duke UNC game coming up this Saturday night. Uh so um <laughs> so we we've had this poll uh, that they run at work about you know, it's been football games and it was Sunday night football for a long time. So basically the the gist of it was, you know, they would ask the staff to pick the winner. And if the staff collectively, you know, it wasn't individual what your individual choice was is did the whole staff get the you know make the right pick? So you know over the course of the season, I learned that collectively, my place of employ is absolutely terrible at picking football games. <laughs> I mean, bad. I think we I think we were like two and ten or something. I mean, it was atrociously wow. bad. Um, and anyway, so we, <laughs> now that the football season's done, Super Bowl's over, they sent out a new one. And, of course, if we got it right, we got, like, a casual day, casual dress day or whatever. Anyway, so they've moved on to college basketball. So they sent out the poll, and he picked the Duke-UNC game. And I'm like, oh, this is great. So I'll go ahead and vote for Duke, obviously. 
And I look at the poll, and it's almost 50-50, Duke, UNC. And I'm like, oh, my God, are these people even watching college basketball at the moment? So I sent an email out to the whole staff. <laughs> You'll enjoy this. I mean, to UNC's credit, they, they've, they're getting healthy, and it is in Chapel Hill. But, <laughs> but I, still, I, I don't know what the line is. I guess it's probably out by now. Um, but uh, I haven't looked. If I'm guessing, I would probably say, like, Duke on the road, I mean – uh, Duke by six. I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm stretching it, but I mean, hey, look, maybe UNC surprises. It could happen. Yeah. It could like happen. Said, they're, get, right? they're getting healthy, but right. I mean, they're they still like they they're healthy team. Still, they played I think Florida State the other day and still lost by like six seven. I just I don't think they have it all back together yet. Uh, nor do I. So now we, we just, I, I would be shocked if Duke just destroys them. We know that no matter what, they'll play each other tough. Should. I don't know. I mean, I don't know rivalry game. Sure. Paying any attention that they don't pick Duke there. Well, no, but see, <laughs> just, just just to win. Exactly. No, I know, I know, I hear you. So usually, and I think I've said this to y'all before. Usually, all my UNC fan coworkers they got a, they they bump their gums a lot. You know what I'm saying? And I hear lots of it. Uh, actually, I can replay the last conversation I had with my fellow UNC fans. This is about what it sounded like. I'm just kidding, <laughs> but it's about accurate. So anyway, I sent a reply out to the whole staff because uh, I hadn't heard anything from my my UNC fans this year, like nothing. And so I, my email was just, it's been so quiet around here, I didn't realize UNC was playing. Of course, given the Tar Heels record, neither did they. <laughs> and I just stuck a big Duke logo like right there, man, and sent that out to everybody. <laughs> I thought it was great. I, I probably shouldn't troll my my workplace, but I laughed. I laughed. Anyway, so that might come back to bite me in the butt. I, Lord knows if UNC actually beats Duke in that game, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna give it to me good. But that's if they do that, they'll have earned it. I, you know, I, there, there'll be no there'll be no hate for me. Um, but I, I think it's great to have an early season troll job. Anyway, let's go ahead and get everybody up in this piece, man. We got some foosball to talk about, brothers. All right, here we go. Next up, man, that's right, the one, the only, the now 40-year-old Shannon the Twitter Terminator <laughs> yells at Clouds McGuffin. <laughs> Get off my lawn. There you go. What's up, bro? Hey, man. In, in our eight-year history of this podcast, I have the most important question I've ever asked on this podcast to ask you. Oh, all right. What you got? Did you get the veggie tray? <laughs> <laughs> well, about eight eight post-it notes later, uh, Todd walking up to my van, and like uh, as soon as I open the door, guy, where's the veggie tray? Where's the veggie tray? Where's the veggie tray? <laughs> as a matter of fact, we did bring the veggie tray, and it survived both your party, and then we finished it off the next day over when we had people over for the Super Bowl. So. Nice. Well played, Veggie Tray. I'm glad I didn't bring like four of those things. Oh my god, <laughs> those wings, bro. The wings got demolished. Oh yeah, those things are gone. Yeah, poof. So they were gone that night. Yeah. Oh, Over I have hundred wings. Yeah, I have no doubt, bro. So, uh, but that was fun, man. We had a good time. Good time chilling with you for your birthday, and then having the little nightcap, and then uh, Randy and I stopping at Wawa and having, I think, the largest subs. That Wawa has ever made on the face of the Holy earth. hell, they were huge. I mean, I probably should. I, that is what she said. Yeah, I probably should have played. You dropped a bomb on me for those freaking subs, man. 
Holy moly. Dude, I had to I had I could eat half. That's how big it was. Yeah. Like, it was like we ordered double or triple meat and we didn't. Oh, those just... th those are quad meats, man. Are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> oh god. <clears throat> that was that was a meat Where are the meats as they say with Arby's? Apparently they were all in our subs from Wawa that night. Good Woo. god. They were Y'all get the meat sweats. They were good. They were good. Uh, although it was probably a mistake to eat those and watch The Mandalorian and go to bed at like four. It was probably a bad yeah, idea. <laughs> That's okay. Because in this household, with a three year old and a five year old, it doesn't take a lot in the morning to be like, what in the hell is going on? And not a restful night. Those are the breaks. Anyway, old Giggity Giles, man. I actually have one question. I don't know that it's the most important question in the history of the sports brew. I, I don't know if I'll go that far but right <laughs> you all right over there shannon no i'm just watching randy's reaction to you and i'm like <laughs> randy i apologize in advance but i gotta know how do you fuck that up <laughs> how do you fuck that up <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry to drop that on you i am i'm sorry to drop that one on you Oh, Lord. Oh, our 49ers fan. You were a good sport for a lot of stuff, dude. You were a good sport. I know that was really intense, man. Watching you on the sofa, I mean, you were like so into the game, bro. You were so into the game, which is what, how you should be. You're a 49ers fan. I hardly drank or ate anything. I know, it was like, dude. okay, it's halftime. I'm going to get food now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, before we do like a deep dive into the game, I'm just kind of curious. I know you were bummed out that night, and obviously, surely the fan in you is still bummed out. But at the end of the day, was there one moment that you think was just sealed the L? I don't mean Damian Williams breaking through at the end, but uh, at, was there a point in the fourth quarter that you were like, oh, man, we're effed? <laughs> Honestly, looking back at it and trying to keep the emotional side out of it. Right. I feel like ultimately what did us in, I think the defense got tired. Mm -hmm. I, I think when we started to see uh, Mahomes get a little more time to actually try to get, be able to just take shots down the field. Um, obviously, once that one play with Sammy Watkins when he got past Sherman, uh, that pretty much was like, that was my oh fuck moment because yeah. that was like, this is, this can't, you know, this is the type of play we've been trying to stop all game long and we've been doing it but as the defense wore down because the offense wasn't doing anything in the fourth quarter oh they had a terrible fourth quarter you know you can dominate a game for as long as the Niners did for the 52 plus minutes they did but it was those that, that last eight minute stretch that really showed that that defense you know they need breaks and when you're in the fourth quarter of the biggest game of your life and your offense isn't helping you it's only a matter of time before something happens and there's a breakdown of communication or there's just yeah. a breakdown because the dude's so tired that we saw big plays like with Tyreek Hill and uh, Sammy Watkins yeah some of that some of that can be yeah maybe there, <clears throat> there's some fatigue but you know the Tyreek Hill that was a hell of a plan and a cut to fool the safety and then I think the uh the DB on that side of the field his responsibility was he should have obviously kept covering the deep third or whatever didn't happen 
But I mean, that was just a, that was a great route. I mean, that was a phenomenal route and a sell job by Tyreek Hill. And that's coming after the you know the catch that got overturned because it you know he dove at it and it hit the ground. So to back to back those two, I mean, it was tremendous. And Sammy Watkins, who was large, was a, felt like he was a ghost for a whole bunch of the year. That move that he stuck on Sherman was brilliant because he basically baited Sherman into you know thinking he was going to do something to the inside and then he just faded right to the sideline I mean it, it was a great throw it was a great route and it came at just a critical moment for the Chiefs so I mean I know that's a tough L and there's a lot of lessons in the offseason for you know Shanahan and the 49ers uh, and I think it, it's one of those things that Shanahan's done a hell of a job with the 49ers and I, I think it's a little bit <laughs> ruthless to combine the Falcons collapse because that's really—I mean—the Falcons collapsed. That was a—that was if there ever there was a damn choke job, Falcons Patriots was a damn choke job. It yeah. took it took a lot of things to go wrong for them and a lot of things to go right for the Patriots for them to eat that L in that game. I don't—I don't so much feel like the the Forty ers choked. I, I don't think that's accurate because they had opportunities. I, I think the Chiefs just went and, and won this game and took the game from them. Uh, more so than they collapsed. But, I mean, you can clearly point to moments where, you know, there was a good play call, but the execution wasn't there. Or there was a tremendous defensive play. Chris Jones got uh, – I mean, that guy that guy made some absolutely brilliant defensive plays. I mean, uh, how many batted balls did he have? Yeah, I, <laughs> well, Uh-oh. well, that is like the magic word around here, isn't it? <laughs> where is that, that at? Oh, no. Oh, there it is. You said <laughs> – <clears throat> yeah, a lot of batted balls. Bit- Randy, my go ahead. Say, my my question, Randy, for you in the fourth quarter, I I didn't see a lot of Niners games, but it felt like they abandoned the run, and I felt like that's when they should have really mixed it in the most, especially on the one drive where he threw it four times and had four incomplete passes, and then you know Williams broke up the thirty-eight yard run. I really felt like they could have done some runs there um even if they did Debo again coming off of the you know doing what he did early mm-hmm. on in the game and gashing them like big time uh what say you I don't question what Shanahan did I'm not mad about his aggressive play calling uh, Kansas City just made really good plays especially knocking the passes down because that's because there was at least two or three that got knocked down during those drives in the fourth. Uh, also, I mean, and I know we can go into this, uh, you know, and I can unleash my inner Whitfield on this one, but <laughs> there were there were times when I felt like the refs just didn't bother throwing the flags on stuff like when Garoppolo got, had the, that helmet-to-helmet hit. And usually they're pretty big on throwing the flag like that, but... And I know I was complaining about that third and 14 when Garoppolo was scrambling out of bounds and he got nailed in the back. But what I didn't realize and I didn't see until reading articles and stuff through the week is that a Chiefs defensive lineman jumped off sides and mm-hmm. they didn't flag him for it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah they, they they let a lot of stuff. They, they didn't call that game crazy tight. There were some calls that. I think some people in in the sense of game flow, and they're going to point to the Kittle offensive PI, obviously to close uh, oh, the first half. And horrible I, call. It, it's a tough one. It's technically right, and but in, in the sense of the game, given how they called most of the game, 
that was a little tough. I, I think what did Kittle in was the second, the second full, you know, the second arm extension where he locked his elbow and he's basically Heisman, you know, Heisman arming the guy. It, it's, yeah, he had enough separation. He didn't have to do that. And I know full speed, bang, bang, blah, 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 because that was a great throw. And that was a great play by Kittle. And it's a shame that that happened. Um, SVP was just like, oh, I hate the call, you know. And I think a lot of people did. I don't. I did too. I, I don't know that it's a, as egregious as say what Kyle Rudolph did, but uh, and got and got away with. But uh, you know, I mean, it, it's one of those things. I mean, it, it's tough. Uh, it. I think it's the right call. I, I do believe it. It was the right call, but it's one of those things that if you're going to let a lot of the stuff go that they let go, I'm just surprised that they did that. I'm well, sorry, it's just but... like on that. It's just like on that slant with Emmanuel Sanders when the dude gripped, had him by the side and turned him, mm-hmm. even though the ball wasn't catchable. That's still illegal contact or holding. One of the two. You could have still thrown the flag for that, but rather they just let it go. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> I wasn't ready too to, early. I wasn't ready too to play. Soon, I, wasn't, too I wasn't ready. Soon. I wasn't ready to play that yet. <laughs> he said it. I know. I know. He did. Look As Arnold it. says, you said it yourself. Yeah, well, that that is true. Let it go, let it go. Just for you, MacGuffin. Thank you, sir. That's right. Anywho, <laughs> good old let it go. I don't know, man. Like, the P.I. stuff, like, well, just look at the NFC Championship game from last year where the dude got mugged and nothing was thrown, and Kittle gets that offensive, like, it's it's yeah, but I mean that's look, man, that, that's such an we, we absolutely. We had a lot of wings on Saturday, I know. but weak sauce was not one of them. Look, <laughs> well, there was mild up in that up in that batch. Look, man, yeah. that's nowhere near the level of that of that Saints debacle. I mean that that was a complete travesty. That was a football travesty, is what yeah. that one was. And I don't believe that that OPI is anywhere close to that level of a uh, you know raw. I mean, again, I get it in context of the game, given the how the majority of the game was called. That was a tough one, particularly in a big moment. And I think if if memory serves, they, you know, had he caught that ball and there's no flag and he gets out of bounds, you know, or if they have a timeout, whatever, you got about six or seven seconds, they can take a shot at the end zone or kick a field goal. Either they way, it, the field goal. Yeah, it, I mean, it, I, an extra score, I mean, is, is monstrous in that game. Well, I, the, the thing is, is – you're doing what the Patriots usually do is they score at the end of a half and then start the third quarter and they get a, it's like a right. two for one or mm-hmm. two for nothing. Well, it's basically. smart football. You know, right. It's smart football. Let, let me ask you this. Uh, how surprised <laughs> for any of you, how surprised were you that at the end of the first half, you know, I mean, it's a 10, 10 game, man. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's tight. So a, a singular possession at that point, particularly for the 49ers, if they can back to back it, I'm just surprised they weren't more aggressive with the timeouts. I don't know if that was a fear. You know, we don't want to possibly give the ball back. We might get pinned deep. I mean, there's a lot of reasons maybe they don't call a timeout. But you have almost, I don't know, close to a minute 50. That's a lot of time. And they just, they they wasted 40-some-odd seconds-ish just not even calling a timeout. They punt and so on and so forth. Um, How surprised were y'all at really... I hate to use the word passive, but it, it certainly wasn't an aggressive, you know, bit of clock management at the end of the end of the first half. 
It, it was pretty shocking. I, I understand John Lynch being they showed the replay of him mm-hmm. up in the booth. Trying oh yeah, to, like call time out, time out, time out, like, please, time out. Yeah, you gotta give your, you gotta give you guys a chance, man. It's the Super Bowl. I mean, if you think back to the movie The Water Boy, when uh-huh. it's uh, Brent Musburger and I forget the other guy in the booth, and it's like it's the last game of the season. Brent can't hold anything back now. It was Dan like, Fouts. Dan Fouts, yes. Yeah. And, em- empty the chamber, as we I, like to say. Yeah, empty the chamber, man. Like, get, give Garoppolo a chance. Like, on first down, get, give, go deep. See what happens. If you don't mm-hmm. get it, let's run it a couple times. See what they got. Maybe make an adjustment on the fly and just go from there. I understand not wanting to give Mahomes an opportunity. I Look, but at least ma- at least maybe the that. first time out, take the time out with a buck forty whatever it was right. left. See what happens, and then make exactly. your decision. Make your decision from that point. Make your decision and, and from I agree that point. With you there, because you had your full complement of timeouts. You, you, they were playing just fine. They, I mean, they had just tied the game up. Yeah, I thought they were had a good rhythm going. I was like, give your guys the opportunity, man. I mean, like let that. Let that keep going, you know. Like even if you get three out of it, you get three plus you get the ball to start the second yeah. half. <laughs> well, See I, if you I can't think... parlay that into, you know, well, even a bigger lead. Right. Well, it, it seems odd to me because it, it felt like the Forty Niners were, were playing with a lot of confidence. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I look. I know we joked around. Todd posted something about you know, uh, and I'd seen the stories too. But Andy Reid br- bringing Donovan McNabb in. Uh, clearly, he inspired some of those, uh, you know, bounce those, those passes to the turf that oh, Mahomes no. was throwing. <laughs> so, terrible. thanks for your thanks for your contribution, Donovan. We appreciate that. I hope oh. he was eating some soup on the sideline and puking somewhere in a porta potty after the game with any luck. <laughs> Donovan McDumpster fire. Trying McNabb. to get you going, man. I know the hell, man. Old, old McFuckface. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Between the veggie platter and McNasty, man, he was trying to get you going. I know. I like, I know. No, and McNabb's, McNabb's a, you know, he's a good dude. It just, it didn't work out in Washington. And quite frankly, I just enjoy piling on that guy. Um, cause I, I do, I do. I was excited when, you know, I was reasonably excited, uh, when he showed up. I thought maybe he could, you know, kind of reboot his uh, career a little bit and restart. But man, that was a bad, that was a bad move, dude. <laughs> that was yeah. a bad move. Redskins were great at bad moves that era, and McNabb was a terrible one. And then they paid him some more. And then he was garbage in Minnesota. So his career ended up like some of those passes in the dirt. <laughs> anyway, veggie tree that bitch. <laughs> but you know, but the 49ers I thought had were playing confident football. You know, I mean you had Debo uh, obviously picking up some you know, yards on the ground in the air. I mean, I, I thought they were just playing with confidence. And so I, I thought it was odd. And think about the contrast between the end of, of the halves. And I know the game situation is a little bit different, first half, second half. But it was almost like they, you know, the 49ers were like, we're going to play a conservative. Let's not, let, let's not ask, you know, the offense or Garoppolo to do too much at the end of the first half. We'll just kind of run it out. Then the Chiefs take a timeout. And then obviously they get, you know, Garoppolo hits Wilson. And, and then he airs that out to Kittle. Uh, we know what happens with the OPI, but you know, in this, in the, at, as the game closes in the second half, all of a sudden, man, they're asking the dude to do everything, and it, it just didn't work out. And it's just odd to me that a team that has operated with such a strong sense of identity and to do what they had done to the Chiefs in total over the first half, I think ten ten, 
That's mm-hmm. solid, but if you can get another score, man, you you go, dude. You go. Absolutely. You go. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It, yeah. it, it's like we're not going to ask you to do too much at the at the end of the first half. We're going to play it safe, and then we're going to ask you to do too much at the at the. You know, we don't have enough faith in you to close the first half. But you know what? Please do everything at the end of the game. I mean, what? No, it, it didn't make any sense. My my wife certainly would tell you. I, I was as I was very much on the Niners. Uh, I was you know yelling yelling at the screen and just super confusement about like both parts. Uh, you, you don't call the timeout. That right, doesn't make any sense, but I mean, if for some reason you you truly decided I want to, you know, uh, want to have all these for a drive, uh, okay, but but then have some aggression, and you know, I, you can see, I mean, they, you know, barring a, a, a penalty that's you know certainly could have gone either way, I I, I didn't love it. Uh, it's it was mostly ticky tack to me, letter of the law, I but regardless. That you're capable of that. I mean, I, I, I mean, we, we know. I mean, it's again. I, I would say, if you believe that your offense is, you know, I always say like, you know, the, that old Ravens, you know, with with Dilfer. If that's the kind of offense you believe you have, then all right, <laughs> maybe you go, you know, psycho conservative there uh, and say ten ten right. is a great score to go into halftime with. But I mean, we, I don't think any of us would pretend that. I mean, while the, the Niners, you know, certainly the Chiefs have the stronger offense of the two. We, uh, we know that. But it's not as though the Niners have an incompetent offense. No. They have a very, very competent offense. They have a good quality offense. So and I, I Kittle and Debo were studs. They've been yeah, studs. Of course. Um, I, I, I didn't understand that whatsoever. And and then I mean, and, and I understand that you know, Randy certainly you know knows his team the best out of, out of all of us. Of course, I get that. But 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 for me, it was that. And, and then those, you know, basically the, the, the final two possessions for the Niners um, I mean, before, before their last ditch possession. I, I just don't understand the play calling. I, I don't understand the, you know, uh, going hyper aggressive. You've got to be able to run some clock off. Uh, you've got, you've been, you know, destroying them with these, you know, Samuel runs. Um, you, you just, you cannot flame out that badly uh, like they did, run, run no clock and give the ball back so quickly. That that's when it started to feel like, uh, God, you're 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 almost giving the game away, and, and so for me, it's, it's hard not to not to be pretty confused and frustrated by by some of the play calling. Yeah. I'm not gonna not gonna pin every last ounce of the loss on the play calling, but I, I sure would have loved to have seen what the result could have been had there been uh, a, a little more clock running, a little bit of a different setup you know with without you know that fourth quarter went with some play calling because i mean that 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 fourth quarter could not have gone worse for them no obviously obviously. yeah i mean that that turned out to be a dumpster fire and some of that is really a credit to the chiefs both on both sides of the ball and then and and i think part of the tale of the game uh and again whether it's fair or not it's the way the game went okay and I don't think it's the you know end all be all of football passing football judgment on Garoppolo. Uh, Mahomes obviously got the better of this one for sure, and people's expectations of him, if they weren't already through the roof, they're absolutely through the roof now. But you look at the two guys and what happened with the offense, and it was just one came up monstrously clutch. Had I mean Mahomes struggled in parts of that game. That that was you, oh, sure, you know sure. arguably that early. arguably that was one of his worst games and some of that's a credit to the 49ers defense is what that is, but he had some passes that you're like, 
Is he hurt? Did he get hurt? Did he get hurt in the first quarter when he took that hit from Jimmy Ward? Is something wrong with him? You know, right. is his knee bugging him? Um, it, you know, maybe it was the McNabb effect. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it, for whatever reason, he he wasn't quite right. And again, I, th- I think some of that is is credit to the 49ers defense. But when it mattered the most, he was great. And when it mattered the most for Garoppolo, he wasn't because he had a solid game. I mean, he, he certainly wasn't spectacular. Uh, granted, if he hits Emmanuel Sanders, his stats look better. If he if that if Kittle's catch oh, doesn't get waved off for OPI, through. yeah. Yeah, you know, he wants and, that one back. And yeah, I, 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 there's a part of me that absolutely believes that that had been Debo. Debo, he would have caught that damn ball. I don't know if that's a, even one of the really run, impressed. Even one of the running backs, maybe. Yeah. I mean, Debo, Debo Samuel, dude, and I, and I told you draft night, Randy. I was so pissed. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> like, remember? Everybody I, must remember. He should have been a cult, but and, I mean, he Shannon. really, he really had a good game and. You know, and truth be told, I think he's probably in. He's in an offense that's better suited yes. to him than he is right that he would be in probably. Indianapolis. But still, I mean, where was he? Where was he later in the game? Where was he later in the game, dude? Why weren't they getting the ball into that dude's hands? A playmaker. You you got playmakers. Debo is a playmaker. Mostert's a playmaker. Kittle's a playmaker. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's that's a fair criticism. That's a fair question. Debo has all pro written all over him, man. I'm telling you that that dude, that dude is going to be nasty. Yeah, in the maybe. next few years. Uh, yeah. Side note: I will say one of my because we're moving on to the the back half of this game. But uh, before we get away from the first half, I do want to say I absolutely loved when the Chiefs had that little uh, pirouette spin move <laughs> to set up that oh, di- yes. set up that little direct snap to Damian Williams who got down to the one. I know it wasn't a touchdown. I mean, they did get a touchdown because Mahomes finished that off. That play was fantastic. Just watching that, that was great, dude. That was great. Did I, you hear the origin of that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did, which I thought was wonder, wonderfully fascinating that they, they did a deep dive. In, was it the 1948-1949 Rose Bowl? I have it somewhere. Yeah, I don't know if I, Rose Bowl, I don't know yes. if I can find it. In time Eric the, Bien-Ami, by the way, if you're in need of a head coach, hire that guy. Yeah. <laughs> if I were a GM, I would have hired him yesterday. I can't believe he, his, he doesn't his, have a job. And who's the defense uh, defense coordinator? What's his last name? Randy. Uh, Sala. Sala. Robert. Uh, Robert Sala. Sala. Yeah. Robert Sala. Yeah, I, I thought it was Robert. Those two dudes, man. Give me, give me one of those guys as a head coach, and I'll. Brandy's just drinking from the bottle tonight. My yeah. man just said, "F it." Has to. Has to. My man. Has to. He's got the, the, way, the bat this, the shirt this week's on. Been going, man. Yeah, no, I hear you. He's got the bat shirt on. He's drinking from the bottle. It has been a week, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It has been. A, it has been a week. It has been a week, man. I know, my Randy. man. I'm sorry, you know what? bro. Let's salute a clock right now. <laughs> you want to salute a clock? Let's, All right. Let's salute a clock. We'll get back to the game, but. My man Randy is drinking straight from the bottle. Well, Randy, he, what are you drinking? If, if he drinks enough straight from the bottle, he might be spinning like those Chiefs were on that setup to that play. <laughs> so this is from uh, Licking Hole Creek. It is a rum barrel aged carrot cake. Whoa! Ooh, I've been wanting to try that one. How is that? It's actually pretty tasty. I was I was surprised. I saw it when we uh, got to your uh, your bottle for your birthday. Mark, like, you gotta calm you gotta calm whatever that is down, bro. So when uh, 
I picked up that one bottle for you for your birthday. I was like, ooh, look at this. Hmm, I need to try this. And then mm-hmm. Penny's like, I'm going I'm doing to the store. What do you want? I'm like, just give me a big ass bottle of beer for tonight because I need <laughs> to drink my sorrows I need away. A, I need a big one. <laughs> Beautiful. I see I see you, you still have your two ferns beard going on. Are you keeping your playoff yeah. are you keeping your playoff beard until next year's it'll playoffs? Probably, uh, it'll probably disappear this weekend. Yeah. I figured maybe you'd keep it th- until it got hot. Oh, at least trim it, bro. You know what? You know what you can do, though? You can totally rock. You can totally uh, rock the foo, man. You can. You got enough. You got (laughs) enough. You got enough facial fuzz there. You can go handlebar. You can do all kinds of stuff, dude. And you you know who you know who cracks me up is uh, E. You know when he grows his beard out and then he he shaves Mm -hmm. it different ways until he gets rid of it. So you end up, you know, you grow the beard and then you have fun with your designs and your patterns and slowly but surely you shave your face, but you have fun along the way. So you got the stash, you got the handlebars, you got the goat, you got whatever, man. Just don't do the, uh, what, what is that like little pencil line like around the chin? Uh, oh, like, uh, fuck don't, that. Don't, don't do that. That's that's not your look, brother. Don't do that. <laughs> no, that would never happen. <laughs> but you, you, you would Ch- look. Chin, chin traps will not happen on the sports room. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I, I'm not feeling that. But I, I totally think for you to like come out uh, or roll up one week with like the Fu Manchu jobby would be sweet. <laughs> Penny might hate it. More than likely. More than, but I think it would be awesome. By the way, one of my favorite articles, and this is totally rando. And I'll raise a glass to this. And I'm curious how many people saw the headline and thought it was legit. Uh, but it was an Onion article, which obviously, you know, satire. But it said, Victorious Patrick Mahomes thanks Bears for drafting Mitchell Trubisky. Quote, thank God, because I would not be here today if I had been selected by Chicago. <laughs> and I thought it was a brilliant, it was a brilliant article, dude. I, th- I laughed. I laughed. And if you're fake or not, it's a true story. I, well, I, I'm sure on some level he's like, "Thank God, man." Um, the get us the onion, man. I, sometimes they have great work. Uh, I would have never had this opportunity to compete for a championship if I had ended up on the Bears. There were some tense moments on draft day. Blah blah blah. Instead of lifting this trophy, I could be languishing at the bottom of the NFC North and running for my life after every snap behind a terrible <laughs> offensive line. <laughs> I'm so glad I get to throw to Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins instead of whoever the hell is on the Bears. <laughs> I was like, "Woo, oh, savage!" Oh man, the the onion, the onion. Oh man, that was ruthless, buddy. But uh, oh, I laughed. But you know, you know, speaking of E, the Bears fan. I mean, if you're a Bears fan, how much do you hate looking back at that draft? Because it's not just Mahomes, you know, Watson. it's Watson, too. And it's not just Mahomes and Watsons. It's what they paid to move up to take Trubisky. Oh God, you know, sorry, y'all. I thought, but I, was gonna say, I thought that was a mistake at the time. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, like, I, I was all about Watson that draft. So I'm going to. I'm going to raise a glass to the excellence that is the fail of the Chicago Bears. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm enjoying a Stone IPA <laughs> and also <laughs> a Jack. Oh, good effort. <laughs> good job. Good effort, man. Good job. Good effort. I'm also enjoying uh, oh, the Jack and Coke, man. Good nice. times. Good times. <laughs> anyway, Shannon, Shannon, did you already go? What no, you, I haven't what you yet. Got, what you got, brother? Dude, I'm rolling. I got this uh, Saturday night for my birthday. I got a Blue Mountain Dark Hollow Imperial Stout, and it nice. is very tasty. It's on point, huh? Yes, sir. That looks like a serious bottle, bro. 
That looks like a bottle that doubles as a home defense item. Somebody comes, uh, in, yeah, somebody they, comes rolling up in on you, dude. Woo. Yeah, they, well, I mean, once I pour it out, then I'll hit them with it. But. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. I've had that before. It's really good. Yeah. Oh, it's so tasty, Randy. It, it, excellent beer. I, I want to try that carrot cake, man. You got me, like, hype on that now. You should. See? There it is. You got to get on the carrot cake. Mark, what you got, man? I'm over here enjoying a uh, Ballad Brewing Just Press Lime Ginger Sour. Woo! That's Very a lot of names. How's your How's your beer club thing working out? So it's a shame that they actually they're uh, they've been out of business uh, or out of service for uh, probably about four or five months because uh, they uh, like delivery they they could they 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 lost their partner so uh, they got to find a delivery partner again but. Uh, that sucks. But I still, I, but I still have our, our, our two uh, our two Game of Thrones beers are still you know uh, chilling, uh, ready for whenever you you're able to get it up here. I know, man. We we got to do what, it, bro. What service was that, Mark? Was it ta- Taver? Yeah, yeah. They currently oh, really? so so they're not they're not out of business. Like they're just they're, they're trying to figure out. But I don't know how long it may take them. And obviously, I guess if it takes too long, they may have to go out of business. But they're trying to figure <laughs> yeah, out. At another, some like, at some point, if you can't deliver any product, you're gonna go out of business. Of course, yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, which would be which would be sad. Yeah, it's a great idea. It is a good idea. Or, or Mark can just you know take the train down here and we can go hit up you know Scott's Edition and whatever. Yeah, one way or the other. Oh, of course, or y'all can come up here to visit my place and I can take y'all to breweries up here too. Yeah, you got to make a little true. bit more once you finish cleaning that. Uh, I have ma- tons of space here. Man cave of yours. <laughs> I don't want to feel like we're gonna we're gonna wake up in an episode of Storage Wars and all of a sudden they're gonna be throwing bids down on us down in the in, in the basement, bro. Not, not, not even not even close to that. <laughs> Damn. I'm just kidding, man. Uh, I still want to know where your your life size uh, Walgreens fat head is. You gotta get Somewhere. that. You gotta get that back on the wall, bro. Uh, hopefully the wife didn't veto that. No, I'm sure. I can do it in the office. You know what would be great is to like look at Mark, and then Mark has a, a gigantic picture of himself right behind him. You know what I mean? <laughs> That'd be sweet. That'd I mean, I make it happen. Good. Uh, anywho, uh, <laughs> one one stupid headline. I don't so much care about the halftime show stuff. It was enjoyable. I didn't have any beef with it. It was fine. It was good. Yeah, I mean, it was. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they worked their freaking tail. Like, yeah, sure they did. People losing their minds over that. Get, get the fuck over yourself. Those <laughs> women worked their fucking asses off. I mean, come on now. I mean, it was a fun I mean, halftime Randy, show. You, you can appreciate well, everything that they went through. The cardio. I mean, the strength <laughs> on the the stripper pole that she used. The upper body strength, dude. I mean, come on. I, I would I would I would argue their asses are still pretty well intact, but uh, yeah, um, forty three, uh huh, yes, yeah, no, they're, they're in phenomenal shape, and, and yes, people, people, again, the people complaining are people who just need to find anything to complain about they want or they can, um, yeah, they're in phenomenal shape. Pole pole dancing is like a significant form of exercise and competition competition that even like some young girls do because it's a, it's it's a skill i mean it's not just stripping Look, uh so w- people yes what, it <laughs> was it was it was it a 
Was was it a scantily clad, racy kind of get the blood flowing kind of Super Bowl hat? Of course it was. What were you? I mean, it's Shakira and J Lo. Of course it was. It's entertainment. And, yes, it was entertainment. What the hell did and they you even think it was gonna and, be? yeah, and they also slipped in. You know, they they slipped in the the kids in cages, which I thought was brilliant. I didn't realize it at the time. I wasn't watching. I wasn't paying that much attention to it. We were upstairs doing some other stuff, so it was just kind of on in the background, but. You know, look, however you feel about it, if you hate it, you hate it, that's fine. It's the Super Bowl. It's going to it's gonna be big and overdone and ridiculous and over the top. And I know you can read about the drama that was going on between people and production and, you know, they didn't want this and people wanted that, blah, 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 blah. But was it entertaining? Yes. Were my kids a little bit confused by their outfits? Yes. But our kids are three and five. And you just go, well, you know, they're dancers. They're just dancing. You don't have to turn it into all this other stuff uh, like this douchebag activist suing the NFL for $867 trillion after the pornographic what? halftime show. Yes. Yeah. Just is going to throw that one out quick. Yeah. It, well, I mean, for yes. For fuck's sake, man. Thank uh, you, Randy. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he's just, in a way, this Dave Daubenmeyer. Yeah. Well. The judge Clearly is going to look at this. Yes, he is. <laughs> and, and the judge is going to look at this guy and be like, there's this great invention called the remote control. And change you channel, can bro. Change channels. You, you can watch the Puppy Bowl. I, I, there was another. Or onion. you I, could turn the TV off. Yep, yeah. and go jerk off to yourself. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! No, 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 shit. I got one for Whoa. you. If you don't want to watch puppies on this channel, just switch it over to the Puppy Bowl and watch puppies on that channel. And look, yeah. look, see uh, what I did there. Uh-huh. Look, man, ju- jugs, not drugs, buddy. Jugs, not <laughs> there drugs. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so that Dave Daubenmeyer, a former Ohio uh, Ohio school what was it, high school football coach, there you go, said that he turned he tuned in to watch a football game when he and millions of minors around the country were forcefully subjected to crotch grabbing, and the NFL should have to pay for it. Oh yeah, Christian activist suing his sites on the NFL, uh, Pepsi, his cable company, and possibly others for piping pornography into his house that night. He's, he, he spoke on his ministry's podcast series, noting that he plans to file a class action lawsuit seeking $867 trillion. I think he's just looking for publicity for his podcast, honestly, uh, with that stuff. I mean, look, man, I, you have a wide spectrum of, of the viewing audience. I think at the end of the day, if you don't like it, just don't watch it. I mean, that's all there is to it, man. If, if You're not forced to... I mean, did they, did they, did they roll up and, like, you know... Steal your remote and strap you into a chair and force nope. you to watch halftime. So the answer is no. You know, you have full faculties. You can change the channel. You can put it on a puppy bowl. You can put it on a commercial. You can put it on a whole different channel. You can turn the football game off. You can do all of those things. You can go record a, an episode of your podcast during a halftime show. You know, I mean, it's just Justin, stupid. Justin, uh, we got Dumb. a phone call. The the hound. He he has a few choice words. Oh uh, well, yes. Fuck the city. Fuck the king. Cunts. <laughs> That's what that dude. That's oh, what that dude oh, was. Oh, hold on. Oh, what, you want Peter more? Griffin just called in. Oh, oh, yeah, good old. Uh, we're getting there. I'm looking for Peter. Oh, who he called in. Randy! <laughs> <laughs> hey, it wasn't my fault. Actually, you know, I think Sam Jackson has it, has it best. Shut oh, the Sam. fuck up! I think that's I think yeah. that's the way to go with that, man. I mean, I get out. Oh, my I, God. I, I, who I, the hell cares? Stupid. By the way, Sam Jackson, Omaze, Royale with Cheese. If you're going to have a Royale with Cheese, Omaze.com. Go have a Royale with Cheese with Sam Jackson. There you go. Arnold actually has another one as well. You got to remember, the Arnold soundboard is no more. I got to find a new one. 
Sorry. No. I know it got it got retired. I gotta find an, I gotta find another Arnold Sandwich. It's not there anymore. So I'll find wow. it. I know. I know. Well, some of it's just because of it, a few. It's the person running board. How? <laughs> well, part of it is that some of those are just legacy old, old legacy soundboards, old legacy websites. So they're all flash based, yeah. and of course that's going the way of the dodo. And if they're not rebuilt, I mean, it's just what it is. And some of them just go away. You know, I don't know that anybody plays with as much soundboards as we do while we record. I mean, I, I must have like like eighteen soundboards opened up. Um, and you get very used to certain ones, and I was very used to the Arnold soundboard that we had. So th there's certainly other Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboards, but the one that we had was like legit fantastic. And so I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to miss that one. Yeah, one, one, one more quick. Cause, uh, I mean, I, I yes, we're, we care much more about the football game, but I, I was I was actually surprised by how much you know negative outlaw. I mean, I really for once thought like, all right, yeah, I'm sure some people like. I mean, to me, I mean. I don't. I really didn't view it as that scantily clad. I mean, I. I mean, it's not like they're wearing like thongs, and uh, I mean, they, they they're curvy women. They they can't really do but so much to like hide their curves. But I mean, I I, whatever. I, I didn't think it was that you know scantily clad for anybody. But um, yo, I mean, look. Do you, do you know what they picked up on that mic? I'm surprised you didn't hear it during the halftime show. It was a dedication to you. Uh oh. Uh oh. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, uh, I I can't blame Winamp this time. I get to blame. Come on, iTunes. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> I, never, I never heard that. <laughs> I, was, I thought maybe when Shakira went, <laughs> she was like, she was shouting me out. But uh, um, maybe. Uh, but no, I mean, all I was gonna say, I mean, you know, Ed Sheeran and like people like that, like that would probably be like I'm, I'm thinking, trying to think of examples, like would be the most like widely like i mean how many people find ed sheeran a fence server you know dislike him like that but there still would be people who wouldn't want to see you do that wouldn't appeal to you, you can't appeal to absolutely everybody no well i know we you talked about like we would love to see something like metallica or things like that but obviously metallica would you know be loved by a lot of people but not everybody love it you don't like it change the channel i know we already said it and it's not rocket science but the fact that some people still just have to find a way to scream it's about it or act like yeah you know, how dare they yeah, you know, because the, you know all all of this stuff is always supposed to cater to me and me alone, you know, nonstop. And how dare anybody not? It's just insane to me. There's nothing pornographic. Anybody talking about it being pornographic or the, some of the stupidest prudes I can think of, and just <laughs> get the f over it. Yeah, I, I mean, no, 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 no child. Nobody's gonna be scarred from having watched that. Oh, well, if, if your if your children are scarred from a halftime show, you need to you need to have a different. Yeah, yeah they're evaluating a lot of things. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, but you know, and, and the sad part is, you know, it's two women of color, and I thought they did a phenomenal job. It and did. I, I just I just think you get the. What one of my friends just said? Oh, the old pearl grabbers are going to have, or the pearl clutchers are going to mm -hmm. have some issues with this one. Well. And, it, um, it, you know what was floating around that I thought was brilliant was uh, it was a meme and it had like you know conserv or it had like women on Facebook or conservative women on Facebook shirtless Adam Levine woo you oh, know yeah. and then yeah. Sh Sh Shakira and J Lo boo and I mean yeah. you know again it's 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 a real basic thing it's it, look not everybody's gonna love the halftime show we get it was it a good performance I think even if you didn't like it you can objectively say that was a that was a good performance is it my favorite halftime show I've ever seen no it's not. 
Uh, am no, I gonna? Not, am I ever gonna go back and rewatch that? No, I'm not. I like I like the crazy, you know, moment, and I understand that that's not just her being silly. I understand there's some cultural significance to that. I get it, but you can still have fun with it, which I think is more relevant from my perspective. Just have just enjoy the show and have some fun with it, uh, which is how I look at it. But if you really don't like it that much, man, just change the channel. Shut your freaking pie hole. Zip your face, right, and change the channel. Yeah, that's yeah. it, man. Watch something yeah, else, it. bro. It, I mean, it, what what is what is the key word they say? Snowflakes. You know, get out of here. Or, or sit your ass down. <laughs> sit your ass down, man. Sit your ass down. Yeah. Shut up. Move on. Yeah. You know, it's not like someone's there twisting your arm, going, "Do it." And it's like you're going, "Okay, okay, I'll watch it. I'll watch it." Yeah. No, no one's I doing that. I did, I did hear that at least Mitt, Mitt Romney stepped forward and said he liked it. So you know, at least you know, he was one out of many to say he liked it. <laughs> the thinker there. Yeah. Um, anyway, that that was. I mean, yeah, you're the Shakira's forty three and J Lo's fifty. Um, that was a high energy, very entertaining. Um, yeah, not not. Uh oh. Who'd we lose there? Uh, we lost Mark. Oh. Oh, well. Hips don't lie. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Poof. He's frozen. Cursing. <laughs> oh, there he is. He's back. There's so you like you, you totally yeah, froze and disappeared up, for like 10 seconds. Mm. I think I, he must have been. He must have been. Uh, uh, oh, oh, oh. Well, I was saying that if I'm, if I'm here now. God damn it. Why don't you turn off that blur? Why don't you turn off that blur background thing, man? It's not the blur, but I don't I will. know. I'm just saying, maybe that's working. Maybe that's taxing your processor. <laughs> you know, there you go. All right. All right. Do do your thought again, bro. All right. Here you go, man. Try that. Uh, <laughs> you're like Max Headroom up in there. Let's make sure we play like the fucking New York Jets and not some fucking slapdick team. Try it again, Mark. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know when to cut me off, but I, I'll uh, my last. Our last points were just, you know, uh, I know we're basically repeating ourselves at this point, but uh, that there is there is nothing crude about the performance. There is nothing pornographic, uh, like you all said earlier. If you know, if you I, uh, are truly like acting like your your children or anybody watching it are going to be scarred or damaged from watching it, there's probably a lot more uh, bigger picture uh, issues at hand. Um, uh, again, for 43 and 50, they're in phenomenal shape. There was great dancing. There was, they certainly made some, some important cultural uh, references and points. Uh, their songs are fun and catchy. Yeah, not going to be my favorite all, all, halftime show of all time, but it was fun, and I think that's what the halftime show should be. Yes. So, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Not, not my favorite halftime show of all time, but I enjoyed it. Uh, racy? Sexy? Certainly that. Offensive? I don't think so. But again, personal choice, man. Quit your bitching. Change the channel. Yeah. <laughs> Change the channel, bro. Anyway, we need to get back to the to the game, bro. Where are we at on time? Yeah. Oh my lord. Hmm. We're closing in on an hour. Hmm. So uh, shocker. Yeah, I know. Shocker. Shocker. Didn't have one of those during the halftime show. I mean. <laughs> now that could have been pornographic anyway sorry just a wee bit <laughs> just a bit outside a bit. well actually technically that would be just a bit inside that's what that would be hey now 
I see what you did there. <laughs> two, two in the pink, one in the stink. Oh my! It's like Neapolitan. You're welcome. <laughs> That's the tit. All right. <laughs> oh God! Holy moly! I tell you, well, let's have, let's have a let's have a couple of moments of fun, and then uh, I need to get a new beer anyway. We'll take a we'll take a, a just a brief pause, and we'll come back and just kind of roll through the rest of the stuff. Um, a couple of <laughs> I, I might need a moment to recover from Neapolitan. Sorry. <laughs> I know I sure as hell do. <laughs> <laughs> that that now I kind of want some ice cream, uh, <laughs> and no wonder everybody screams for ice cream. <laughs> That's why. Neapolitan <laughs> may be an old timer, man. I don't know. Ooh, boy. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, side note: one thing I I, I do. Uh, and not that I keep up a lot with wrestling, but I did love the fact that the WWE Triple H sent a custom title belt to the Chiefs uh, for Mahomes. I thought that was great. Uh, sent that to the Chiefs facility. Had custom red and gold accents and details, and Mahomes uh, stopped by and picked it up. And anyway, the WWE uh, retweeted that. That's a pretty cool belt. Again, I don't watch a lot. I don't watch a lot of wrestling these days. I'm sure if my son gets into it, I will watch it again and we'll have fun with it. But I, I definitely had a phase. I definitely had a, had a WWF phase Hulk Hogan Randy Macho Man Savage and all that stuff and I had a co-worker a couple of years ago who's still very much into it and so he's he goes to Wrestlemania and he actually bought some of the replica belts he loves them and he, he brought them to work one time and the kids loved it the kids loved the belt so anyway I thought that was kind of cool uh, I dug that but uh yeah I tell you what um just for fun I'm gonna play let me see if I can get back to the right thing I've got the radio call uh, here's the radio call, Kansas City radio call of the Chiefs clinching their first Super Bowl in 50. That's a long time, man. 50 years. Dude. Whew. Here you go. Andy Reid made a decision to come to Kansas City. Everything changed within a week. And in seven years, they have become one of the most popular professional teams in the world with Patrick Mahomes and this wonderful team. You've said it many times, Mitch, when he came, that was the pebble in the pond. And that pebble in the pond has turned into an ocean of the sweet nectar. Fourth down and 25 for the Chiefs. They want to use up all five seconds remaining so that they don't give the ball back to San Francisco. Kansas City 31, San Francisco 20. Mahomes takes the snap. He is just going to throw it long for Demarcus Robinson. It is going to use up all the time. The game is over, and the Chiefs' kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit. The Kansas City Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 54. Final score, Kansas City 31, San Francisco 20. And Chiefs Kingdom, get ready to welcome your champions. Actually, we needed one of those ones in Spanish. I actually think he was kind of chill. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-oh. I think yeah, Mitch Holtz still annoys me, but that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pull one. I, I didn't pull one from like the Ukraine or Germany or any of those things. Those are probably really Look, fun. Man, probably would, that, that probably would have sounded evil if you did anyway. Yeah, so. a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. The dude that uh, went on the wild chase on the, the, the parade day, that's the guy you probably should have heard from. Bruh. Randy, do you, that dude needed one of those Wawa subs. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah? Like over, yeah, dude. Whoever, whoever that moron was in that car that broke through the barrier and had the police chase. Number one, I'm glad nobody got hurt, and I, ha- I haven't seen any reports anybody got hurt. Um, and they are damn fortunate. You know, I don't know if they were drunk. I haven't followed up on on any stories with that. I would imagine they got to spend some time in the, uh, you know, either the drunk tank or a holding cell, one way or the other. But oh man, I'm I'm glad nobody got hurt. That car running around like mad. But yeah, they probably needed the the heavy sub for the absorption. They didn't have oh, yeah. they didn't have to go Philly fan and eat horse shit. They didn't need to do that. Uh, oh, no. That was not. Yeah, that was just. No. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't no. ne- that wasn't necessary. Um, Who but, does that? Who has time? <laughs> I don't know uh, if you have that one or not, but no, I'd have to, I'd have to dig it up. But anyway, you know, look at the end of the day, man, it really was. It was a hell of a job. It was a hell of a job by both teams, man. I, I just think, you know, and we'll deep dive into the into the fourth quarter because I think the comeback and what happened in the fourth quarter is almost like an entire game of football in and of itself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and what went on? I mean, it, it it's just it, Randy. I know, I know it sucks for you. Don't get me wrong. But what they did was incredible. What they did was incredible. And I, I think that if you're not a fan of the 49ers because it stings, and I get why, from a football standpoint, that was an amazing finish. And it put, a, a obviously, just a, a, the finishing touch on what was a ridiculous playoff run. For the Chiefs to overcome double-digit deficits <clears throat> in all three of their football games, ridiculous. Nobody's ever done that. Nobody's yeah. ever done that absolutely incredible it was a wonderful playoff run i'm super handy uh super handy super happy for andy reed what did i call him the other week randy reed is that what it was yeah uh (laughs) (laughs) you know and you know what was funny is how many people came out and were like oh you know we love andy and his players love him and i mean it it felt like everybody was just happy for andy reed to see him finally get the chip and, and finally get that as a head coach uh, it felt like he was the best coach to never win a championship, you know. Well, it, it felt like he was like in that 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 um, you know, like how college basketball coaches will be like, oh, this is the best coach to not yeah. win a championship. It felt like NFL wise, Andy Reid at this point in time was the best coach. Yeah, well, currently look, coaching to not win a championship. Twenty one seasons and two hundred twenty one wins. The Super Bowl was two twenty two. Okay. Took 222 wins in 21 seasons, but Reed finally got a Super Bowl win as a head coach. He is sixth all time in wins, by the way. Wow. And look, with with you know, I, there's a lot of things that can happen to a young quarterback and to a team. You have injuries, you have cap issues. There's a lot of things that can happen. But it's hard not to look at that situation and think he's going to move up that list. But here's the thing: he's got one Super Bowl. Again, he's sixth all time in wins. The five coaches in front of him have 22 Super Bowl championships. 
obviously Belichick's got a whole bunch of those. <laughs> he's got six. Yeah, he's got a lot. But that that's a lot. That's a lot of you know. That's a lot of rings up in there, man. That's a lot of ships. You know what I'm saying? Well, Shula's uh, got two, right? Yeah, we, we'd have to we'd have to break down that list. But the bigger point is just he's had a long wait and he's had a distinguished career and his coaching tree is, I mean, it permeates the NFL. And I think it's clear how much his players love him and respect him. And it was even nice to see battery throwing Santa beaten up Philly fan actually being like, good job. You know, we're happy for you because the, the Philly fan isn't happy about a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> no, they're not, but they were happy for Andy Reid. You know, and I, it was time for it was time for a change for him. I don't I don't know how many people are going to argue against that. And some of it is just obviously there, there's great fortune. You didn't know what Mahomes was going to be. You didn't. But Andy Reid is still he's been a great coach, a very well respected offensive mind. And I love I love the fact he looks like Kool-Aid man busting through a wall. I love the fact he talks about going to get some <laughs> cheeseburgers. You know, I love the fact there's memes with him with a big tortilla chip on his shoulder. You know, there's all kinds of stuff, but I'm happy for Andy that guy. Reed has a chip on his he has shoulder. A chip on his shoulder, he eats it. And he eats it. But it, it oh, really... by the way, I, I did like after the game. He was like, he's going to go eat a big old cheeseburger, mm-hmm. and it just brought up a, a memory of a former head coach in the NFL that had a great soundbite we had on here for years. Oh, Rex Ryan. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Rex Ryan and Andy Reid were able to. Let's go to eat a goddamn snack. You know, it's, <laughs> get, some, get some grub together and be pretty Let's good. Let's go to eat a goddamn snack. Damn right. Let <laughs> me tell you something, Andy. You like that? <laughs> yeah, we do, as a matter of fact. Go to five guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm in, man. I'm in. <laughs> I'm sure Andy Reid is good buds with the five guys crew. <laughs> Matter of fact, that's what I want tomorrow. Well, no, I got leftovers from Chick Fil A. <laughs> I might maybe Saturday. It's, it's a Five Guys day. Damn, damn, damn! Hell yeah, I like that. So damn. just for you guys, I looked up the five coaches ahead of uh-huh. Andy Reid. Oh, so he he's going to be passing Curly Lambeau this next year because Curly Lambeau's fifth. Right. Then you got Tom Landry. Mm-hmm. Belichick, mm. George Hallis, mm. and then Don Shula. Oh my God, that's a hell of a list, bro. That's a hell of a list. Now I don't know the one I sit, think that has the closest chance of obviously he's going to get the next one to three hundred is going to be Belichick, but Reed has a chance as long as he sticks it out for at least another five, six, seven seasons. But what is Andy Reid? Sixty-two, sixty-three. I think so. I, I mean, I, yeah, I think he's early sixties. So. You know, I mean, Mahomes is what twenty four. I mean, you'd think barring something. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say maybe not even. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Reed is sixty one. He's gonna be sixty two. Okay, but I mean, you think Mahomes barring something weird has easily a decade, unless he chooses to retire early, which he certainly could. You never know. However, well, if he plays ten years or fifteen years, that's a lot of W's potentially staring Andy Reid in the face. Well, the issue is is his salary cap hit that's that's going to go up. Oh, he's going to be he's going to be the highest paid player in the league. He is going to be the highest paid player in, in league history if he wants yeah. that. Unless unless he directs his agent to not do that. And God bless. Let me tell you what. That dude is likable. He's distinctive. 
He's in a good market. Now he has a Super Bowl ring, a Super Bowl MVP. He's marketable as hell. He's, I already said he's likable, but he does, he does, it's not like he's got this, all this baggage. Think of these guys that have this baggage on like guys like Antonio Brown. You don't want Antonio Brown to be the face of the nope. league. And look, let's be fair. The end of, uh, there's an end of an era that's coming. You know, Big Ben, Eli's already out. Peyton's gone. Brett's been gone. But you think of the guys that are right around on the cusp, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, we're on the cusp of generational turnover. And the guy that looks like he's going to take that that baton, if you will, and run with it is Mahomes. Watson certainly in the mix. You got some other people that are – Lamar Jackson could potentially be in the mix. Sure. But, like, Patrick Mahomes, dude – that guy, do you know how many kids I've seen with his haircut this year? It is ridiculous. He's got all kinds of characteristics, whether you talk about his family, whether you talk about being multiracial. I know some people don't want to get into that, but look, I'm, what I'm saying is he's marketable. He's likable. Yeah. He seems like a good dude. He doesn't have a whole bunch of baggage, right? His dad was a pro. Uh, you know, I mean, he's got a lot of stuff that's in his favor. He looks like a fun guy here. He's catching beers out of the air and chugging them in the parade. Uh, there's just a, there's a lot of stuff. Man, that dude is marketable as hell. He's going to make a fortune. If he wants to leverage it, he will make a fortune off the field, and he's going to make a fortune on the field. But God bless. I don't, I'm not saying Brady and all the, and Breeze are done yet, but you know the end is near. Is that yes. one year? Is it two years? Is it three years? I don't know, but it's close. And it's hard not to look at Mahomes and think that he is the net, he is the guy that will take that mantle over. And there's some other really good players, some other really good quarterbacks, but I, I think Mahomes is distinctly marketable in a way that you know not a ton of athletes are. And he's well spoken. He, I mean, you know what I mean. Like all that stuff, just it feels good with him. Uh, he's going to sell a lot of product. And he's going to be in a lot of commercials if he chooses to be. I do feel like his his, his froggy voice is like. Decrease. Like I, no, I don't notice it as much anymore, which kind of disappoints me. But you know. well, hopefully, he, hopefully, well, hopefully, he brings a vocal that back. coach or something like that. Yeah, that's very possible. Who knows? Well, I mean, he's not going to the same class as Ed Orgeron. No, no, <laughs> no definitely not. <laughs> and yes, Justin, I'm just looking for the sound. Our buddy Ed. What? Fuck you! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> there you go. One of the, one of the best. Yeah, there you go, Shannon. What can I say except you're welcome for the- <laughs> I need to go I need to get I need to watch Moana again, man. We've been on a big uh we were on Fro we were on Cars and Cars Three for what felt like two years. And then we've been on Frozen and Frozen Two. And right now, um Chloe's really into Aladdin. So I've I've I haven't watched Aladdin again, but I've listened to Aladdin what feels like for uh, the past three weeks in the car. So Oh boy. Anyway, I thought, I thought I thought Frozen. Maybe you were getting into like things that start with letter F. I don't know. I thought it was possible, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. it could be. Uh, Fargo's on my list, except I've gotten roped into Attack on Titan, which I love. I'm almost a whole a, new world. Yeah, yeah. Well, that one too. <laughs> um, and I, I love it. I, that uh, has been. Just, I mean, that's incredible, man. I, that may not be up your alley, and that show is absolutely batshit. I mean, it's crazy. It's an anime show, right? It is. Crazy. Yes. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, you are crazy, but yes, it well, is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's it's wild, True story. man. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think I think we're season, all crazy. Mark. I think three seasons are out, and the four seasons coming, and the four seasons supposed to be the last. 
but uh, yeah, it's on Netflix. At least the first season's on Netflix, and I mean oh. it. It is. It is nuts, but it has totally wrote me in. I always have these intentions to watch things. Like I still haven't finished The Man in the High Tower. Um, I loved season one, and I enjoyed season two, and then I kind of got kind of lost. I think there, I don't know. Maybe I needed to binge it. It's kind of fallen into the Orange is the New Black hole where I'm at the end of Orange is the New Black. I just can't quite push through and finish the damn thing. I think I got two episodes of that freaking show left. We've been trying to watch the last season and the last few episodes for what feels like two years, which is tragic. But anyway, Sarah's all into Working Moms now on Netflix, um, which looks kind of entertaining, but I, I haven't watched. I've only the kind of... You know, stum- I'm, stumbled. I'm, I'm, up, I'm up to date on, date on working moms. I'm not proud of it, but I've watched it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You take a fucking shot right now. <laughs> Good job, Mark. <laughs> hey, I admitted it. <laughs> Enough from you. Keep drinking. Look at Shannon's like. <laughs> oh my god! It's okay, man. You can like Working Moms on Netflix. It's okay. <laughs> you know what, Randy? It was so good he just couldn't break free from. <laughs> really? You I'm want? Also, that? I'm also. I've also watched. Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. I, I don't know why, but I just have. So I admit these things at least. A Girlfriend's Guide to the What? Yeah, it's another Netflix show. Uh, Sarah probably knows about it. <laughs> she might. I'm saying that it's, it's, it's not. I'm not the target audience, but I started watching one day and I was like, you know what? I'm hooked. Uh, well, that's okay. I, by the way, who the hell was the target audience for Baby Nut? Who was the time? Uh, what the hell is baby? <laughs> uh, that was the the the, the Pe- Mr. Peanut commercial. We we yeah, the Planters ah. commercial. Yeah, we were Hashtag watching that baby oh, nut. Justin. Yeah, we were watching Where's my song, man. What? Where's my break free song? Doing <laughs> 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 his best to ignore you. I was yeah. trying to ignore you. We were we were watching the commercial. Right, I was saying a lot to set up with that. And when they showed the grave site, I was like, man, that. It's going to grow out of there. It's going to be a new nut, man. It's going to be a fresh nut. And then all of a sudden, there's like the little sprout, and baby nut broke free from the grave. There you go, MacGuffin. Are you happy now? What are you going to... Are you going to freaking veggie tray me? <laughs> you brought veggie tray, so you're good. I have to bleep out his... Did she just say that's the part where you veggie? Is that what she just said? But is that, is that going to become a sports brew term? Like when somebody's annoying the other person, to be like, dude, stop veggie training. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you talking about with that veggie tray, man? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. Well, I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. Well, <laughs> yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Anyway. Oh my <laughs> veggie tray. And, uh, I, wish I need more beer. Yapper. <laughs> Anywho, all right. Well, let's take a quick break and then come back and, and plow through the fourth quarter and just kind of wrap up some thoughts with the Super Bowl and you know, uh, uh, <laughs> and I don't know, man. Just chit chat for a minute and then get out of here. Uh, we're actually making good time. It's not even one o'clock yet. We've done great tonight. Yeah, that's like near miracle. Usually it's like three o'clock in the morning or something goofy. It's only like twelve fifty. 
This is great. So anyway, knock on wood. Well, knock on wood. Well, yeah. Well, I tried that in the middle of the halftime show, but what do you? <laughs> like there's a lot of American men who did that, but easy, big fella. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Well, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah, hey, hold on. Where? I need the proper. I need the proper video here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woo! Anyway, all right. Uh, as always, keywords of sports and brew. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, our home feed on Podbean, a whole host of other services. We'll take a quick break, refresh our beverages. We'll be right back. We'll uh, wrap up the Super Bowl and have a little fun and then shut this bad boy down. We're the Sports Brew. Be right back. Yes, sir. I had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes. And in between, Mark sharing a completely disgusting meme in the chat in honor of our Neapolitan comments. Apparently somebody needs to sing "Me So Corny." I'll leave that to the imagination. We'll, we'll leave that to the we'll leave that to the imagination. So uh, anyway, <laughs> I do. On that note, I, when I first saw the hashtag for Baby Nut, I was like, I can't wait to see all the comments on social media. And in my head, I was like, you know, hashtag Baby Nut. That's how my children were born, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, like that felt dirty, didn't it? <laughs> I mean, I think I think that was the point. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was. Make sure, I, I, make sure you I, don't forget it. Make well, sure think, you don't forget it. I think they were pretty blatantly trying to, you know, rip off or steal some of the thunder of Baby Yoda. Of course they were. I think it. I think it flopped pretty badly. I don't. I mean, I, th- I think uh, if we were, I don't know, I'm guessing we don't want to spend much time on the commercials. We but won't. The Bill, the Bill, we won't. Bill Murray one was fantastic. That one was great. Um, that Jeep and, uh, commercial was great. And yeah. Jason Momoa was, that one was, fen- that one was phenomenal. That was phenomenal. Uh, so the heart turned into a meme. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. we know. For- <laughs> 49ers in the first three quarters, regular Jason yeah. Momoa, fourth quarter, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> but I, I do have to admit, <laughs> I didn't laugh. <laughs> Thank you, Kawhi. <laughs> anyway, baby nut. I, I, I liked all the comments that were like, when the FBI or the police see baby nut trending. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, wait a second, yeah, yeah, no, but I, yeah, I, I think you can uh, partially thank Baby Yoda for that. But Baby Yoda is great, and uh, I, I love the people that were like, I would stomp Baby Nut into like peanut butter to to protect Baby Yoda. Get out of here, legit, <laughs> man. I, I don't know, I don't know how long lasting Baby Nut will be, but I think uh, I think all of us are best served just you know. Shaking that one off and getting the hell out of there. Like any good nut, finish, get out, man. <laughs> okay, get, your, get your bag of frozen peas and go to the sideline. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ain't nothing yeah. wrong with that, bro. No. Of course Trust not. me. Let me tell you something. When you shoot in blanks, but you're still shooting, it's all good. You know, unless you're a Crow Marty, <laughs> then you got problems. But outside of that, or or Philip Rivers, or Philip, or Philip Rivers, mm. yeah. Mm. Jeez, 
feeling the football team. Anyway. Take, uh, take a knee, Philip. Take a knee. <laughs> take a knee. Oh, God. Uh, look, man, let, let's go back to the fourth quarter because this is – and, and again, this was a – I don't know that I'm, I'm going to call this a great Super Bowl. I thought it was a very good Super Bowl. I thought it was a, a really intense, a very dramatic game. I, I don't know that I'm going to look back and think of it as, as just this mind-blowing football game, but it was enjoyable. It was intense. I think it had some great moments. I think it was really good. I think it was a really good game and a really good Super Bowl between teams that matched up really well for what their strengths are. And I think we'll remember that, and that, and that's pretty cool. But in you know, by the time you get to the fourth quarter, and again, this, it, 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 you know, this is one. I mean, the fourth quarter alone is like they could do like a thirty for thirty. I think on like the fourth quarter, dude. There was so much stuff that happened in there. The Chiefs are down twenty to ten, and they're driving, and Mahomes. You know, he's got a throw that's a little bit behind Tyreek Hill. It bounces up. The 49ers get the pick inside the twenty. And the defense just runs down and does a celebratory pose. Too soon, as they say. Mm-hmm. But that, to me, was like the moment. That's like, dude, set it up and clinch the thing, y'all. You do have some things that happen. And Randy, you know, part of this is is the fan in you. And part of this is the way the game was called. Uh, and I'm not saying that I fully agree with your point. But I do think there's some moments you can look at and say, don't they normally call some of these things and again particularly given the given the way that they closed the first half they let a lot of stuff go in the second and I think for the most part the refs stayed out of the way for the most part the refs let them play but there are some moments where you go "Eh, they could have probably should have you know but ifs and nuts if ifs and buts were candy nuts every day would be Christmas you know it's one of those things Um, and it's the 49ers ball and the Chiefs do not get called for what I think is arguably jumping off sides. It felt like they jumped uh, off yes, sides. Yes, they did. You know, and then that's where Garoppolo takes off. He gets shoved out of bounds. You know, it would have been a free play, and I think if they had called the penalty, I think it would have been third and nine. Which is a lot more manageable than third and 14. Uh, yes, uh, but it ends up being a 49ers punt, and uh, that that's a tough one. You know, the Chiefs get the ball, Mahomes picks up a first down on second and seven, runs out of bounds, and, you know, then you get that Tyreek uh, Hill diving catch that gets overturned. And this is where it really starts opening up. And you have to believe, at least on some level, that the 49ers, who really had done a great job over the duration of the game up until this point um, of managing clock, of managing the game, of, of being able to run, of being able to do some things, set themselves up to get this lead and to really contain the Chiefs, you know, the Chiefs have shown us over the course of the playoffs that you can get up on them, but they're going to keep coming at you. They have the confidence in it. They have the confidence in themselves, the the belief in their team. They're not downtrodden or, or they're not beaten until the whistle blows. You know what I'm saying? They're just not. And it was – it just felt like they – they the, like that Chiefs train was starting to really start – just get chugging and start rolling, you know. Uh, and I think the 49ers knew it. But this is where – after the Tyreek Hill catch gets overturned, uh, it's third and 15. And Mahomes fires one off deep to Tyreek Hill, who's completely wide open down the field, man. He roasted Jimmy Ward with that, that plant and that cut to the outside. And you can look back at that play, and, and you can argue that there was some holding going on. I think it was Fisher, but I might be wrong about the the, the, the lineman's name. Uh, oh, you mean when Fisher wrapped his arms around <laughs> yeah, Bosa? Around Bosa, yeah. And then- Buying buying uh, Mahomes just a little bit of extra time, <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, because Bosa would have gotten there before Buckner did. 
And yeah. Buckner was right on top of him. Yeah, I mean, it ends up being a 44-yard gain. And I think a lot of people will view that as the like the turning point where the Chiefs offense was getting rolling and the 49ers were going to have to hang on to their butts. Um, but it, again, it was it was a brilliant play, a brilliant route by Tyreek Hill. And I think, you again, you can make an argument that he, they got away with some holding, but the refs just weren't calling that stuff. You know, I don't. Was there even a single holding call in that game? No, there wasn't, and that was yeah. like the strangest thing because you're talking about a 49ers front four that causes havoc wherever against whoever they play. Yeah, and to not and for there not to be a single holding penalty called against the Chiefs at all, given what that defensive line does, is it just to me it doesn't make sense. And obviously, yeah. and I didn't even know. That, that there was that play until I saw these articles and mm-hmm. read up on it and saw these videos going, I'm like, holy shit, there really was holding on that. He really wrapped both yeah, of his arms they, around his waist and impeded him. Yeah, they, they could have called holding and it would have been perfectly justified. It, it would have been. Now, I'm not saying that would have, that would change the outcome of the game, but it certainly would have changed the outcome of that play. Well, third and twenty-five is a little bit different than third and fifteen, too. <laughs> well, it was a forty-four yard game, but yes, uh, the likelihood they blow the coverage again is is probably pretty low. And then you know you follow that up with Mahomes firing one off to Kelsey in the end zone, and the Forty ers get hit for PI. Now that that was a legit PI call. You got to turn the head, bro. <laughs> you got to turn the head, man. But again, given it, it's one of those things that if you're going to let a lot of stuff go, you can make an argument that it, it's a little bit odd the moments that did get called. And uh, again, I'm not saying the refs determined the outcome of the game. That's not how I look at it. But there were definitely some calls that hurt the 49ers, particularly as it got kind of late game. And that's one that did. Certainly to close the first half, that hurt. That call on Kittle hurt, you know, the Niners. And uh, this set the Chiefs up on first and goal from the one, and Mahomes hits Kelsey in the end zone. It's 20 to 17 at that point. And a little over six minutes left, and you can just feel the Chiefs, man. They just got momentum. They're just rolling. Um, and this is where I think a lot of the criticism comes comes in for Shanahan and, and the 49ers' offense. 49ers have the ball. Mostert gets, a, gets five yards on a first down run. I mean, it, you know what I mean? It's second and five. You can do anything you want. And they did run a play-action play, and Kittle was open, but Chris Jones batted the ball down. And all, all of a sudden, it's third and five. You know, and then – Garoppolo drops back. He doesn't see Kittle open underneath, or maybe he just didn't have enough time. He got completely crushed dropping back. Heaves a pass to no, to just Casper the friendly ghost on the sideline, and he took pretty solid contact to the helmet, and there was no call. Now, it's not college. I mean, they're not going to – I mean, there's no target in there. We get that. Um, that, I believe, was the first three and out of the game. It was, but they did. I mean, the, the, there was contact there. I mean, I don't think he lit. He didn't leave with a crown of his helmet, but it, and he hit him in kind of an upper chest shoulder. But he did make contact with with Garoppolo's well, helmet. Well, I mean, he did. And Clay Matthews would be like, um, "Why did yeah, he throw the flag?" I know. It, you know, it, it's one of those things that you know, if you're going to let him play, maybe a little bit more consistently let him play. And I think that's fair. But again, for the most part, I think the refs kind of stayed out of it. The Chiefs train was coming, man. They have the ball. Mahomes hit Sammy Watkins for that monster gain. And Sherman caught a lot of grief for this play. But really, I think it was just a hell of a play by Watkins. And it was an incredible throw by Mahomes. 
um, with with Sammy Watkins just selling that that inside move job, just sold sold it. And, and Sherman bid on it. Sherman's a smart DB. He's a smart corner. He understands. You know what I mean? Like he knows the route trees. His expectation clearly is that you know Watkins is is going inside somehow, some way, and he doesn't. I mean that that was brilliant of the Chiefs. It was if that was by design, that was brilliant, and they completely baited and snookered. Sherman. Sherman just made the wrong decision of what to do on that route. It happens. That's 38 yards. Well, and it's possible that it was an option route. It's like, sure. if he gives you this, shoot this way. If he if he gives you this, go this way. Yes. And, and, that, and that's something that happens with a lot of route trees. It's, yes. it's just an option route where, depending on what you choose to do, and we all know that with Mahomes, he probably anticipated – um, once he saw the cut, that's when mm-hmm. he just let go of the ball, mm-hmm. and he was just trusting Watkins to be under there, and there and he was. And, and, and it was a great play. It was it was a great play. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time, you know, roasting Sherman on it. I think that was just a great play and great execution by the I Chiefs. I don't care who you are as a corner. I think Revis in his prime, he would have been burned by that. Dion maybe even bit on something like that. Well, I mean, Dion and Revis, I think in their prime had. Well, of course, Sherman's not in his prime anymore. He's still right. very good. He's still very good. But like, but I still think Watkins is faster. Oh yeah, Watkins. Oh, of course he is. That's what I'm saying. Watkins has the speed, even if they do, even if they try to close on it. Yeah. Because th- we saw him pull away from Sherman. I still think Watkins would have been open against either one of those if they bid on that. Could have been. Could have been. I mean, it was it was a great move and a great throw. Anyway, you end up with third and goal. Mahomes hits Damian Williams in the flat, hauls off to the pylon, reaches the ball out while he's getting knocked out of bounds. It was called a touchdown. It got reviewed. It stayed a touchdown. I don't know that we ever saw an absolutely definitive camera angle, uh, but it certainly wasn't enough, in my opinion, to overturn that. Um, an extra point, uh, clearly, it, you know, I mean, they go up 24, 20, uh, I, you know, if they don't get that, do they kick the field goal? Do they go for it on fourth? I mean, they, you know, Reed had been aggressive in that, in that and they game. They would have probably gone for it on fourth. It, maybe <clears throat> that'd been pretty the gutsy. You, the way they had been playing the game yeah. all game long, he would go on, he was going with Ford on fourth and short every single time they got that chance. Yeah. So well, they I had, think he would have, yeah, they had so much momentum, uh, you know, it, well, it, obviously that, it's just a guessing game, get, but. Even, even if they got stopped on that fourth and goal, I mean, you're talking about the Niners having the ball right there at the one. Right. That's that's usually never – that's no bueno regardless. No, that is no bueno. Play. That's usually no bueno. Regardless of how good of a running team you are, having the ball there is always just rough. Oh, it's dangerous. Absolutely it's dangerous. Did And just, just out of uh, point of curiosity, anybody think that was going to get overturned? Unfortunately, I want obviously I'm going to want it. Obviously, I know you. I know you wanted it to. I know that Fort <laughs> well, fan. But here's the but. thing, and here's the one thing that they've been consistent with, in ter- especially with anything instant replay related. Yeah. If it's what it's usually whatever the call on the field is, if they're if they feel like there's just too much inconsistency with what they what they're looking at, and they feel like it's just not definitive, they're going to stand with the call regardless. Now I saw where a bunch of NFL players going. Since when is this a touchdown? Yeah, and on on social media and things of that nature, you know, especially obviously Terrell Owens and Jerry Rice and whatnot. But it's just the idea that the one consistency I will give refs credit for is that if there is just if there isn't enough evidence, regardless of how many angles they look at it, they're just going to stick with the original call because yeah. they're just better to 
play it safe than to try to sit there and f it up any more than it could have already possibly been. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a tough one. I mean, it, I believe they made the right decision on that. I mean, of course, the scoring plays are going to get reviewed anyway, but it it just kind of feels like I mean, he he was right at the, on the on the edge of <laughs> having the foot out of bounds. I mean, it was it was smart to you know obviously stretch it out. Uh, to try to break the plane. It was a, a hell of a play. It was a hell of a play. And it was close. It's kind of like, you know, you think back to that 49er Seahawks game. You know, it, 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 there are times football is extremely just a game of inches. Like, I know it's cliched, but every once in a while you have a play that's like, oh, it's just a fraction, you know, a fraction of an inch or just this minuscule amount. Uh, and that was one of those. And that's why I, I, I really feel more like the, the Chiefs won the game as opposed to the 49ers, you know. I mean, they lost it, obviously. But I don't know that the excess of criticism is fully warranted. Uh, I think you can nitpick a couple of things. And I think that Shanahan and the 49ers have to live with the criticism of how they executed. But Shanahan's offense did put players in position to succeed. You had some great defensive efforts along the way, and you had a couple of miscues along the way. Look, 49ers get the ball back, the clock's rolling, they get a first down, uh, and then they have they're right around first and then right around midfield, and Frank Clark bats down a pass. You know? Uh, and then at second and 10, the Chiefs break up a, a, a slant pass. DB, I forget, was it Fuller? Whoever that was came flying in there to knock that damn thing down. And, and you can it say, well, yeah, maybe, maybe the, the throw was a smidge behind, but it was still very catchable. And then third and ten, you got Garoppolo firing off the deep ball to Emmanuel Sanders. It's a little too deep. Sanders obviously can't bring it in. I mean, that is a brutal That is a brutal overthrow. <coughs> Excuse me. God bless, bless you. you. How about that? That's a brutal overthrow. Because if he hits him in stride, you'd certainly think that that's probably a touchdown. But if nothing well, else... That, that would have been a touchdown for sure. I, I mean, if, if it wasn't, he's going to be at like the half-yard line. <laughs> you right. know, but I think... Exactly. I mean, they're right in there. Cam, but but yeah. let's be honest. There's only a few quarterbacks who could readily hit that type of throw I, I hear on you. a regular basis. I know. Because that fifty plus yard throw, those those are difficult. That's I mean, a Mahomes, tough throw. That's a tough throw. Mahomes could hit it. Uh, Rogers was usually pretty good about, especially some of the those uh, hail marys he's thrown. Yeah. Brady in his prime. You got Peyton Breeze has done that stuff. But it's a tough to throw. There, it's a tough exactly throw. sure. But uh, I mean, like it, it was there. <laughs> but it was there, and, and part of that that's part of the point. It was there. You it know, was there. It was there. And Absolutely. there's a couple of there's a couple of plays that were just they were great plays by the Chiefs defense to break to yeah. either bat a ball down or to, to break up a pass, and that was that was just a missed throw, that was a missed throw, and it, it's and that, and that happens with every quarterback. Of course it does. Of course it does. It's not exclusive to Garoppolo, but you know the context of the game is you're thinking about you know, who clutched up when it mattered the most. Mahomes did, and who Absolutely. you know who who just didn't get enough done. Uh, late in the game, and it was the 49ers offense and Garoppolo. I mean, at this point, it's fourth and ten. The 49ers have all their t all three of their timeouts, and it's like, you know, of course you're going to roll with it, and the play clock looks like it hit zero. I could swear that play clock was zero. It, it hit it was. zero, <laughs> and then they should have had a five-yard penalty. I almost thought that they should have punted just to give themselves the opportunity for nah, a punt. Nah, nah, I, I don't know about that. But you had all three timeouts. Yeah, but I, 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 I think, I think defense, they, 
I think they but, knew. That, I, I think they knew that at, that was the point in the game that they could not give the Chiefs any opportunity space. They needed to convert. Um, but, but you have to force the Chiefs to get that first down. And look, you know the. I just go back to the Super Bowl with Belichick and Pete Carroll, mm-hmm. where everyone in the world is saying Belichick needs to call the timeout to preserve the clock, and Belichick's like, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm not going to call the timeout." And Carroll panics and throws the ball instead of running it with Marshawn Lynch. So they handed it and, off, bro. And Malcolm Butler makes the play. Like, you know what's funny is he, I don't remember what down that was. For, uh, first down. It's first down. Oh first yeah. And goal. First, first and goal, and you don't even run the ball with Marshawn Lynch. And Chris Collinsworth called it. He lost his mind. Yes. Um. And, and that's the thing. Like, make them field the punt. Mm-hmm. If they don't, great. You still have all three of your timeouts at that point in time. I know. Um. I don't know. That that's just me. Uh, I, it, that's just, just one one man's just, opinion. I think you. I think you were saying this similar to the first half in the sense of. Shanahan says he was fine going in at halftime, ten and ten. Right, and the reason he, one of the bigger reasons was he was fine going in ten and ten. That's fine. Also, an outlier is giving the ball back to Mahomes. Right. We all we've all seen what Mahomes can do. We especially throughout the playoffs, the dude's been just once he gets on fire, it's all over. So, you know, obviously he erred on the side of caution, and that's fine. In this instance, he was just see it's. He was being overly aggressive, trying to get something going against a defense that stepped up in a really big spot. Understood. They started, they started yeah. knocking passes down. They started – I mean, even though they brought eight in the box, it's like, you know, you run, you mm-hmm. get five yards. But then when you do play action, because they are expecting you to run again. Right. And the play, you know, everything's wide open. He made the right call. It's just the defense did exactly what they needed to do to ensure that didn't happen. The, the offensive line kind of failed in the sense of keeping passing lanes clear. Cause that's what, that's half the battle with uh, offensive linemen is even though you may have a guy blocked, the, your job is to make sure that the passing lanes, cause you're supposed to, you know, when you know the play, these are, these are where Garoppolo's point passes are possibly going to be going. You have to keep those lanes open. Chiefs just did a great job of making sure they were just, just like, on a run, st- just closing down those lanes. Yeah, was it, that eight in the box or Gronk in the box there, Randy? <laughs> Hell. All I know is I don't know if any of y'all watched the Mass Singer, but I swear to God the White Tiger is Rob Gronkowski. Oh, it, it absolutely <laughs> is. There's no doubt about it. It has to he, be, he, man. <laughs> he, he can't sing for nothing. No. The, the voice is him. The dance. He's gone like bo- like Marky Mark. <laughs> like he's gone Boston song. like every clue is freaking Gronk. It feels like it, it doesn't it? I'm gonna be absolutely I'm gonna be shocked if that's not Gronkowski in there. Exactly. Uh, I would be I, I, I was would shocked be totally with freaking um freaking Lil Wayne on the first one. Are you kidding me? I know, me? I know. And then Drew Carey. Like, oh, I haven't Jesus. watched the next episode. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. Whoops. Dick. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. As well. God, what, are you going to ruin The Bachelor for Mark next? Come on, man. She does not accept the rose, Mark. I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you going to tell me next? Whitfield doesn't eat ass? I mean, come on. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! 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 Oh!
that's in honor of uh, Valentine's Day. You can get a, a, a chocolate cast of somebody's a-hole. Let's go to eat a goddamn snack. I bet Whitfield gets a discount somewhere on that one. Frequent fly. Frequent fly. What? I do have to tell me. I, I got to wake up with oh, Katie on the bus and get Lily going. So I, I got to roll, dude. So at this you, very you, at this very moment, <laughs> at this very moment, I'm going to go order me some. No, I'm just kidding. Um, You're going to go order just, yourself some edible assholes? Like what? what? Yes, <laughs> I'm going to go do that right now. <laughs> oh man, look! <laughs> Whoa, he's new meaning to Hershey oh. Kiss, man. Good lord! <laughs> I was waiting on the soundbite, Justin. Great <laughs> Tell me how my ass tastes. Dear Whitfield. Tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Hey, wait a second. That's not Just the right like sound. Ass. I mean, come on. <laughs> hey, where are the white women at? Getting, getting <laughs> chocolate edibles made out of their buttholes. Apparently. <laughs> Uh, In my opinion, that sucked. Fair commentary. Oh my God, who the hell cares? Somebody somewhere. That's why they make those <laughs> things, man. I was gonna say, clearly not us. But... No, no, no. Cle clearly, clearly not us. I'm sure oh, somebody. Wait, uh, Shannon, fuck your sleep. <clears throat> F your sleep. Yeah, I love you, dudes, but Jesus, I've I've been single parenting it all week, so I. I... I need to go to sleep. So, what if I, if you if you legitimately need to ripcord out right now, you go ahead and ripcord out right I, now. I do. I, do. I love you, dudes. I'll, I'll hit y'all up next week once I have uh, the wife here to help me out. But. Yeah, it, it's all good. Uh, uh, Shannon, Shannon, real quick, it, it, wrap up thoughts or uh, kudos or fail buckets or BSCs or what? You know what? I'm I'm just gonna give props to Andy Reid. The dude's been coaching for 21 seasons and. You know, well deserved. Uh, it, it sucks. And Randy, I feel for you. I, I yeah. lost the Super Bowl to the Saints. I showed you the the trash can I have here of the Colts. I have a tra a Colts Super um, Colts trash can that has a big dent in it, and it has Tracy Porter's name written all over it. <laughs> if you remember that game, he's the guy that intercepted Peyton Manning in the fourth quarter and returned it for a touchdown. Uh, so that's the Tracy Porter punch in the uh, trash can. So nice. It, it sucks. It sucks to lose the Super Bowl, but you know, props, props to Andy Reid, man. Give, give that dude twenty, twenty some odd seasons in the NFL. I think it said thirty some odd seasons overall as a head coach or yeah. as a coach. He's yeah, not a head he was coach. Part of uh, Green Bay when Holmgren was there. Yeah. So. To win the title as the head man, I mean that—that's. It took some perseverance and um, kudos to him. <laughs> kudos to Andy Reid. Well, you know what? I'm gonna give you an. Let's go eat a big old cheeseburger, man. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna give you an outro song as you go dead, as you go rock dad duty. All right. The volume might be a little loud on this, so I apologize in advance. <laughs> we got another one last night, the Super Bowl. Thank you, Shakira. Just wait. Also, I decided to use this one from Fisher. <laughs> and good wish you cared. 
I'd fast forward if I could, but I can't. It's an uh, Instagram this thing. One, I actually used the Fisher one. <laughs> okay, now we have to add some reggaeton drums. Dale, here's what we got. get down with it that's actually not too bad <laughs> that's just solid man it uh, is some rando dj created a song out of that so I, there I you go I, I could roll with that one yeah <laughs> we can we, we can make that your intro music it's all good no i'll roll with snoop dog man i'm, I'm good <laughs> it's, it's all right you know shannon i love you bro i know it's tough man dad duty's tough Two kids, bro. I hear you. It makes you tired. I understand. I empathize, dude. When you're when you're single parenting it for a week, I you know hats off to single parents out there. I I don't know how the hell y'all do it. Much love to y'all. Energy you know, drinks. Amber, Amber's in Boston this week. She'll be back tomorrow or later on today, I should say. But. Look, I know that you're just leaving so that you can cut Lindy cut in front of him for red Sox season tickets i understand <laughs> i totally get it you're, you're <laughs> i get it it's okay <laughs> we understand it's okay <laughs> sorry not sorry <laughs> is that too soon i don't know maybe <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be too soon all season long. Who the fuck are you kidding? Yeah. Oh, oh my man. god! Woo. How do you fuck that? That's how. That's a how do you fuck that one up? That's, we'll see if that. If that if I know Chris. That's that's a how do you fuck that up? Yeah, yeah. That that's a that's a pretty interesting setup. Uh, we'll see if that comes to fruition. Obviously, there's some uh, complications with that trade, but as it stands, as we record. You know, you have the whole setup with Mookie Betts getting traded. Uh, and the dude, dude, the Dodgers lineup could be sick. The Angels lineup could be sick. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on, dude. There, th- that's a that's a big deal, man. That's a big deal. But if you're a Red Sox fan, man, that's some bitter. That's that's a bitter pill, bro. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a bitter pill. Bitter as it gets. And that's why Shannon's gonna buy up those season tickets, man. He's, he's jumping your place, Lindy. Sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Lindy cares at this point. No, probably not. He's probably like, I'm just going to put some money into Miles' uh, college account. He's going to go watch Gronk as the white lion or white tiger or whatever the hell it is. What are you White tiger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, weird. So, sorry weird. about the spoiler, bro. I didn't realize you hadn't seen the second episode. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. I know. I'm a dick. Dick. I apologize. That's all right. I, I like that video of you at the Chiefs parade running into the parking meter. So it's all good. Hey, you know. <laughs> Worldwide Shannon, you know. <laughs> you know what? You know, SVP is that like where is, you know, all these places you see SVP? We should probably see all the places we see Shannon McGuffin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm driving the car, get pulled yeah. over by the cops in KC. I run into a meter pole, you know. <laughs> yeah, that dude, that dude trying to catch the bass from Mahomes and running into the parking <laughs> meter. That was, that was awful. I'm t- I like how Mahomes tweeted out, was like, is that dude okay? That guy that. I got taken out by the meter. Is he good? <laughs> that was funny. 
But uh, look, man. Spoiler man, alert, Patrick. I'm good. Yeah. But hey, hey, man, go get some rest, bro. Go shut it down and get some rest. Uh, as always, good to hang out. We're not that far from shutting this down anyway, so uh, not a big deal. But uh, it's okay. Get your Red Sox tickets and get your edible chocolate ass. Great ass! It's okay, bro. You can follow up with us uh, after Valentine's Day. Tell me how my ass tastes. And let me know how that worked out for you, okay? <laughs> All right, brothers. I know you guys Woo! got this. Uh, shut it down good. So. All right, bro. We'll good night. Later. Good night, man. Take it easy. Late. <laughs> See ya. All right. So, I mean, we're obviously at the end of the game here at this point, and it's tough, man. The play clock does look like it hit zero. Mark, let me ask you, you know, I know you're rooting for the 49ers. We obviously – I had the benefit of being here with Randy um, stressing <laughs> over this game. But if you take the game in sum and, you know, however you want to argue it, like where do you stand as far as some of these calls, some of these moments, some of these plays – and how unusual it is to see a play clock hit zero and keep going. Now, some of this, obviously, with this play is it's the outcome of the play determines our reaction. And in this case, I mean, it, that plays a disaster for that's the play is an absolute disaster for the 49ers. Play clock hit zero. They snap it. Jimmy G drops back trying to find somebody. Kittles releases from his block. He's wide open. Chiefs D is all over Jimmy Garoppolo. It doesn't matter. He's under duress. Can't get the ball to him. He's up a duck. He gets ruled in the grass. I mean, it's all fail buckets. But I mean, like, like that's a tough spot, and it, again, some of our reaction is based on how the, the outcome of the play. But it is unusual to see a play clock that clearly hit zero. I don't mean it was like a fraction of a second close. It felt like that play clock was on zero f- for a, a a pretty significant amount of time. Uh, sure. But at, again, I know you were pulling for the 49ers, But do you have any saltiness as a viewer of the game for the way it was officiated in some of these moments, or like, wh- like um. ultimately, like where do you stand? I think for me, I think that yeah, there were there were certainly a couple plays that could have gone different ways, but I I don't feel like I saw anything egregious enough to be like you know what I think the game was really altered by you yeah. know what happened there, what happened here because of the refs. I, I think for the most part it was it was left to be handled by the players. I, I think that for me, you know, un, un, unless there unless the technology can be created that can somehow like. You know, magically detect, you know, be trained for all the penalties and 100% perfectly, you know, detect penalty. I mean, anything. I'm I'm talking absurdly because obviously I, I it doesn't I exist. Can't choose to believe and let less right. Black Mirror can start, you know, truly becoming real. Um, it's not going to happen. Uh, you have to. I mean, I I always say. I mean, I I can't fathom being a ref. I don't know who like. Uh, just the fact that people would want to be become a referee in any sport, uh, especially football. There's going to be some mistakes. Yeah. So, so um, it's it's all about weighing the significance of the mistakes. And you know, I I'm sure if the Giants were playing, uh, I likely may have may have a different opinion. You're you're certainly going to be you know more vested um, when you're when your own team's in it. I, I fully get that. Uh, but but for me, where I'm sitting, I didn't think that there was anything egregious enough to be like, man, the refs really really blew the outcome for yeah. for the Niners or, or or really screwed this from being a you know fairly competitive game. Yeah, I think they largely stayed out of it. I mean, it. Maybe you can argue there's some inconsistency with what they called, but I think for the most part they let them play. For the most part they let them go at each other, and you know it wasn't over officiated. I think largely it was under officiated. I guess what's a little bit tough is that there's some moments where you're like, eh, generally, come on, that, that's a that's a little bit, that's a lot, that's a lot of left a lot of room. 
on that. And the, the play clock one is, is certainly one of those where you go, eh. But again, I think some of that is shaped by the, it's the outcome of the play that makes it worse. You know, had they gotten the first sure. down, like had they gotten the first down there, would people be like, "Oh man, they should have called the, they should have called him for delay of game." Right. <laughs> you know, I think it would be more a bit like a surprise that they didn't flag it. It's like okay, the outcome was a first down, but it's like, but don't they normally flag it? It's like usually that clock hits double zero, and they're like throwing the flag. <laughs> instead, we just felt like, like you said, it was just like okay, this was like two, three seconds after that turn triple. Yeah, I'd have zero. to, I'd have to rewatch that, but it felt like it was a significant enough period of time. It's like mm. you and I both looked at each other like, what the fuck just happened? It, <laughs> just, it was just, it, just, it was like one gigantic clusterfuck. Yeah, and we were just like, okay, really, what just happened? <laughs> because we see the double zero, we see Garoppolo pretty much from the moment the ball is snapped, pretty much have zero time at all to do much of anything to, and all of a sudden it's like, there is a flag on the play, but it was, they, it was In illegal touching by a lineman. It's yeah. just like, okay, well, he, he, what he, the hell just happened? He tried, he tried to heave that thing somehow, but some way to, I think it was monster. that was on the field at that point. It was trying, man. But uh, you know, the thing that that's tough is when you watch that play, you know, Kittle released from his block. Kittle was wide open. I don't know if if Garoppolo had hit him if he would have been able to you know turn up field and get the first down, but he certainly would have had a decent decent crack at it um, had Garoppolo been able to hit him. And you know again I think that that's part of the tale of the tape. And you know going back and rewatching parts of the game and and watching some highlights is looking at some of these things and being like you know I mean the plays were there. Some of this is just a matter of execution and. You know, for all the hot takes about dumping on Shanahan and dumping on the Niners and they choked. I mean, I think some of this, at by the time you got late in this game, I think the Chiefs just out-executed them. That's one of the things I agree with. It's like everybody's, you know, like you said, dumping on Shanahan. I'm like, here's the thing. When you look at the plays he called, they weren't bad play calls it was just the team did not execute them well yes it did now yes the clock didn't run it didn't take time or anything right. like that but the obviously what he was trying to do was get the ball down the field at least get one more score and that's really all he i think he was really trying to do was he knew one more score would probably seal it yeah and that's what he was and i think that's where the push came from and then obviously at the end when they were behind trying to get that one score in, you know, that that's desperation time. That's just you trying right. to get the ball down the field well, so you can score and try to get ahead. I, you know, I think there's a clear change where the 49ers really had largely been able to dictate everything. I mean, they dictated the game to Green Bay. They beat the hell out of Green Bay. They dictated that game. They controlled that game. They dictated the same thing with the Vikings. They dictated. They controlled that game. And they controlled and for over fifty minutes. Here, I know. They, they controlled and, the game. and they controlled this game up until you get about halfway through the fourth quarter, and they lose control of the game. One of the things I thought was very interesting, and, and again, you know, if you lose a game like this, you invite the criticism. That's just the nature of the beast. That's the way that it goes. Okay, but I thought it was interesting that it felt like the 49ers, uh, and, and this is why I think some of the criticism. Is is at least on some level warranted the question mark of why, and what could you have done better? Situation, oh, the classic situational football thing. Okay, I find it interesting that a team that passes like mad sealed this game 
with a run, right? Because that's what that was. The, the Chiefs sealed this game with that 38-yard touchdown run from Damian Williams. That sealed it, 31-20. I thought it was interesting that the Chiefs sealed this game with that and the 49ers got away from what they had leveraged so effectively over the duration of the playoffs, which was the run game and their identity of controlling the narrative. And again, some of that is a credit to the Chiefs. And it was, you know, the 49ers just got out-executed on a couple of different levels. You know, I, I don't, I'm not going to hate on Shanahan for that. I know people have liked to have pulled the, well, you know, in the fourth quarter of the last two Super Bowls, he's been outscored 46 to nothing. Look, the game against the Patriots was a damn disaster. That whole Falcons team has to own that bag of shit. They were well, terrible. Yeah, and the Falcons' defense has to just, you know, feel yes. like absolute dog shit because of that. Because they played atrocious. their part as well. And I, I could swear, I could swear Matt Ryan fumbled somewhere along the line in that one too. But I haven't watched any highlights from that game in so long. I don't remember all of it. But it was a disaster for the Atlanta. But that's execution as well. And who, you know, may, maybe on some level Shanahan got a little cute, maybe. You know, but some of those plays were there and it was a great defensive play or they batted the ball down or whatever. Should they have run it? You can make an argument that they should have. Again, I think it's interesting that the passing team sealed this game with the run and the running team tried to tried to get, you know, retake some control with the pass and it, it did not work out for them. Just didn't. And I'm sure that Shanahan and the players will beat themselves up. Uh, over that, uh, I saw I saw uh, one thing where Emmanuel Sanders keeps watching the Super Bowl <laughs> over and over, hoping that they're not going to blow that one and lose that one, and and the Chiefs come back and take it from them. <sighs> the stats are ugly for Kyle Shanahan. Again, we get it. Fourth quarter, two fourth quarter. You know, I mean, forty six to nothing is brutal. That's a brutal statistic. That is a brutal number. Most of it's from the Patriots' <laughs> comeback, obviously. But, yeah. I mean, that was a 21-point margin. You know, when you think about this game, if it's 20 to 10, all of a sudden, I mean, it finishes 31 to 20. That's a 21. Now, I mean, that that's incredible. What the Chiefs said was incredible. This, if this was what happened to the Texans, then, yeah, you could really, you know, come back and be like, hey, there's an issue here. But I like, like you said, I feel like, too many people are bagging on Shanahan and not enough people are giving enough credit to what the Chiefs executed and did and how they played and how they showed up in the fourth quarter. Yeah, you don't have one without the other, obviously. But I, I think this is really a matter of, of the offense kind of figured some things out and they set the 49ers defense up. And maybe the fatigue is part of that, maybe. Uh, I mean, the 49ers offense struggled clearly – had some struggles in the fourth quarter, but they had plays where there were play there were plays to be made. It's not like it was a garbage call and there was right. nothing. There was nothing there. There was opportunity space there, and either the defense made the play or they just couldn't quite get it done. So some of this is judgment in retrospect, and you're judging it based on well that play failed, so sorry. And then that's part of the deal. And I the players know it, the coaches know it. You know, the judgment of, of what their play call is is less about let's diagram this out and see who was open and available. It's like, well, did it blow up in their face? Did it fail? Yes. And you give less credit to the Chiefs' defense in those parts, and people just want to bag on them. Again, the criticism is warranted, but let's be realistic and keep it in context. 
I don't think that it's just all disastrous. I don't think it's all just, you know, needling Kyle Shanahan. That's a, that's a, a convenience. That, that's one of the, you know what I mean? Like, hot take, let's just dump on him. Should there be criticism? Yes. Should he as a coach look back at what happened? Yes. Should that hopefully motivate them for next season? Hell yeah. But I, I just think this is this is one of those moments where you have to give more credit to the Chiefs for executing and clutching up heavily at the end. And I don't view it as a choke job. I, I think the Chiefs won the game and took it from the 49ers. But the 49ers had opportunities. They had opportunities. Shanahan called plays that gave them opportunities. That was a matter of execution. Mark, at the end of the day, do you think the 49ers would would have been able to, you know, should they have just run the damn ball? Is this a Marshawn Lynch, Seattle equation? I know it's not one play, but is it, is it, did they not leverage their assets well enough and it cost I mean, them? That, that, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't lie. I mean, that's, that's, that's a lot of my arguments. And, and again, I'm, I'm not... I'm not being the guy to put it entirely on Shanahan um, and his play calling, but yes, I mean I, again for me for me it's just uh, the the drive right before halftime and then the you know the, the last you know the last two two major drives. I'm not talking about the the you know the desperation drive at the very end of the game, but those those three drives combined, I just I'm hard pressed to think that that was handled the, the best the best way they could have done it i don't understand not at least trying for a field goal when you see how easily one play to, to your you know beast of a tight end mm-hmm. kittle if there hadn't been pi you know one play and you're able to get yourself in, in in field goal range i don't understand what the hell you were doing prior to that with just you know a not taking the timeouts uh you know and and b you know just a couple bullshit runs um i i, I don't know that 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 was odd and then, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying you know. Obviously, you you can't be just content with the lead there. You can't, you know, three runs and out. But you're gashing them with those 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 Debo Samuel runs. I just think a little more creativity in the play calling. Try another one of those. Um, and, and and yeah, I mean it's 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 not as I mean you you, you believe in your running backs, right? I mean, right. Uh, on their ability to hang onto the ball, and you know, and I mean, I, I just I don't think you're going to be, you know, getting eight in the box and and getting stuffed to the line, uh, but you know, for a chance to at least run off a couple minutes, I, I, I yeah, it just felt, it just felt like to, to me I, I was just convinced that a three and out was basically going to doom them, and and and. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I mean, it did. And, you know, here's the thing again. I think the criticism is warranted and they have to deal with it. That's part of the story. I guess my stance is that I don't I don't view it as harshly as some have, because I I, I do think they had opportunities um, to convert and they, you know, some great defensive plays and, you know, an overthrow. And there were some moments. I mean, the Chiefs brought some heat on some of those plays. Would, would another couple of runs sprinkled in made a difference? Maybe. We just don't get the you know the benefit of watching it play out otherwise. But it's clear that they, they couldn't execute in the biggest moment in that of that game. The final seven minutes, <laughs> I think this was on SVP. Final seven minutes, 17 seconds of the Super Bowl. The Chiefs had 21 points, 137 yards. They averaged 7.6 yards per play. And it must have been SVP because I've got a QBR written down, which, you know, I, I laugh at QBR. But 
I think in context, it, it does it can be revealing. So the Chiefs, uh, Mahomes had a QBR of 97.9, and the QBR factors in like winning and some other stuff. So it's an interesting stat. The 49ers in the last 7 minutes and 17 seconds of this game, 0 points, 37 total yards, 3.1 yards per play, and uh, Garoppolo had a QBR of 4.6. I mean, they, they struggled. They struggled. And, you know, maybe that in some wasting the end of the first half combined with the way it played out at the end you have some you know like like the coaching bitter pill you know I would have liked to have seen them leverage their assets a little bit better but I do think the Chiefs at the end of the game the Chiefs rested control they they were controlling the narrative and I think uh, you know the 49ers and Shanahan and Garoppolo, they struggled with it. But they had opportunity space. They had opportunities. They just, you know, in between the defense, in between execution, they couldn't get it done. But they had opportunities. So I, I just give I just give more credit to the Chiefs. But I, I think the criticism of what they did is warranted. Just I wouldn't make I wouldn't take it to quite the extent that you've seen some people do, right? And I and I don't think I am either. I mean, I, I I'm 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 maybe a little more negative on it, but I'm not. I mean, I know that some people are just you know appalled and 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 horrified and think that you know Shanahan is the sole culprit, and I think that's nonsense. I think that's uh, for me. It's primarily it's just I we we I feel like we use this phrase a lot or maybe not maybe it's just me but uh you know the the end of the half end of the first half um decision is you know put, playing you know not to lose instead of playing right. to win uh you go into halftime against the Chiefs you know they they got they they Chiefs put up the first touchdown of the game uh, you know it was, it was it was a good back and forth but you know you go into halftime 10-10 you feel okay but I mean I think that if you're the Niners you go in 13 to 10 feeling pretty good yeah. going 17 to 10 you're feeling really good like like considering you know uh you know what you've done the last you know um bit i i just think that if you you took control of it like that i mean you put up six there you're feeling really good going in halftime yeah and you've, you've got you've got all your timeouts you you absolutely you're or, or you, you could have had two timeouts in about a minute 40 you could have felt great about that situation yeah um and, and your opportunities and you could have you could have run a mix of plays and then again, you you want one play downfield to Kittle, and you're already in field goal position, barring you know the the, the PI not happening. Yeah. Um, so that that that's that's just that that was that, that I'm more probably annoyed about that because you know as as we know, I mean any, every everything you know could be manipulated to a degree to 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 make you know later outcome very different. Who who knows that 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 could have changed. So many things, so it's just you know it's too too much to try to prognosticate if that if a it happened there then b you know second half what would have happened, but to to not even try didn't uh, like that ba- basically yeah. not try I didn't like uh, the strategy there for I, sure. I, I kind of I kind of hated that I probably hate that even more than the the fourth quarter stuff uh, I yeah. think that the fourth quarter stuff is a combination of I scratch my head a bit of the play calling and Garoppolo. I'm I again, and, and I know Shane or no, she mean not Shane. Randy's tired of hearing the, you know, uh, get rid of Garoppolo nonsense, things like that. But I mean, he, he when it when it mattered most or in the fourth, he he, he didn't 
you know, do what he needed to do. I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't really argue against well, that. Well, you can't, so. you can't give him credit he didn't earn, right? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like for all the grief, uh, just for fun, just for Whitfield, for all the grief we give Eli, what happened in those two Super Bowls? It, it's when it mattered the most, he, they got it done, right? Yeah. You know, and, and there are times that you know teams and players. And I'm sure there's not really a, a stat that counts for this, but you know, you know, it's like Robert Ory, dude, old big shot Bob. You can knock what that guy was, but that was a guy that in some really big moments hit some big shots. And there is something about teams and players that when it matters the most that they deliver and it, it whatever, however you want to phrase it, it's the, the it factor, their clutch, you know, whatever. Okay, you can define it in lots of ways, but you, you can see it in lots of ways. But the, the thing is, when it's really on the line, who steps up the most, collectively, individually? And there's a special sauce, secret recipe. I, I don't know, man. Call it whatever the hell it is you want want to call it, man. There are just people, teams, players that in the biggest moments do it. Some do it consistently. Some do it just once, <laughs> you know, some do it consistently. But at the end of that game, the team that made the most of the big moments was the Chiefs. And that yeah. surprised me because I, I really do believe the better overall team is the Niners. I I, I, clearly, the better quarterback is Mahomes. And uh, I'm going to pull a D stat here and I'm going to give myself a pat on the back because I think I had the most brilliant prognostication of this game. When I said it would be tied to the fourth quarter and the Chiefs would get a garbage score right, real late, and they did. I'd play it back, but I don't feel like finding it in the thing. But uh, but I, I'm pretty sure I said, hey, man, it's going to be a tight game, and then the Chiefs are going to get garbage touchdown and, and blow the lead up late. And they did. Double digits, and they did. You're welcome. So there's my there's my D-stat well pat on the back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, well, done. well done. Yeah. Randy, I, I empathize with you. I've been on that side of it, and it sucks. I, I think the, you know, all the, like, there's so much like randomness attached with Garoppolo now. People are like, oh, trade him back to the Patriots, sign Tom Brady. I don't know that you could do that. That's probably one step a little too far. How good is he? Uh, we don't know. Had a, had a great regular season. Well, the team had a great regular season, obviously. Uh, and this is going to be a question mark for Shanahan, the offense, and for Garoppolo. Because they didn't finish. And whether this is a byproduct of not asking him to do it, not having to ask him to do it because of the way the team has been constructed and played on both sides of the ball, particularly being able to pound the hell out of people on the ground, they haven't needed Garoppolo to throw it 20 times a game. You know, they, they haven't needed it. So I don't know that I'm, I'm ready to like kick dirt on Garoppolo over that. He definitely didn't have a great game. And he clearly did not have a good finish, but I I don't know yeah. I'm I'm just on I'm I'm of the side that I think the Chiefs just they they out executed them at the um, end of the game they out they out executed them because Garoppolo had a solid game and you know again Mahomes Mahomes game it's not like he was you know it was phenomenal lights out from start to finish he had some bad moments too but maybe Jimmy G won like a couple of quarters, but Mahomes just happened to win the one that was most important, which is the last one. You know? It's tough. I, I, I empathize with it. I know it sucks. I know it sucks. I mean, it does. And I know people who want to sit there and bag on Garoppolo, but honestly, let's be it. It's, 
if people really looked at the stats, I mean, Garoppolo during the season, this is his first full season. He's he threw for almost four thousand yards. Had just under he had twenty seven touchdown passes. Had a, a rating of one hundred two. That's pretty damn good for anybody, even for a run heavy team. Yeah, he did play well. I mean, he almost completed seventy percent of his passes. That doesn't happen a whole lot in the NFL well, unless you're. Yeah, and I mean, it's tough. And I, I know he's not your favorite guy. <laughs> I know he's not your favorite guy. You know, but the thing is, he played well enough. Where is it at? For us to finish thirteen and three. Yes, I think there, I think I thought it was some ridiculous stat with Garoppolo. The Niners are like twenty six and four or something like that, and without him, they're four and twenty. It's like it's some ridiculous stat that I just saw earlier today. But in the end, and yeah, he's had seven fourth quarter Niners. comebacks in his career as a Niner, uh, which is pretty damn good so far. But yes, in the time when it mattered most, didn't it just it didn't happen? It didn't click. No. I mean, he made some bad throws. He made some bad decisions, like that one interception. You and I both looked at each other. It was like, I wonder if he was trying to get to the sideline, but he just didn't get enough mustard on. Was that the, was that the like, one where he was getting lit up by Chris Jones and his eyes were closed and he just threw it anyway? That was actually the pass to Kittle. Hmm. But uh, no, that was talking about the one Breland picked off. Okay. Um, both of us. I mean, we both, the only thing that made sense was he was trying to get it to the sideline or something to get it out of bounds and just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. mustard on yeah, it. Yeah, he couldn't get enough on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Here's your boy. <laughs> Again, this is a byproduct of losing the game, man. <laughs> you know, it, it it's the reaction to it is is really defined by just what the outcome is. I saw some. I, I heard somebody. I, I can't remember who. So a couple of things. Number one, they brought up one of the one of the articles I read brought up the the thing that was like, well, the Fortnite Seven won a Super Bowl without Jerry Rice or Joe Montana. One of the two had to be on the team. I was like, that's interesting. I hadn't really thought about that. True. For I mean, for whatever that's worth, but uh, not a lot in current context. But it was just kind of like an interesting fun factoid. But <laughs> it's interesting to think about how clutch like Montana was. Right, we talk about Joe Cool. It was great to see him in the pregame stuff. It was kind of fun seeing him pop up, uh, and it, he was a different cat. Man, he was a different cat, dude. He was a different cat. That's a different era. But J- Joe Montana was incredible. But big moment guy. But you do have to be able to throw the ball. And, I, and <laughs> your buddy Frank Clark, man, on Jimmy Garoppolo again. Some of this criticism is is warranted. Some of it's just because of the outcome of the game. We knew the challenge of the checkdowns. You paying the guy 140 million dollars, 130 million dollars, whatever he's getting paid, man. Go ahead. He got it. He got. He got. He got to throw the ball. Obviously, he didn't do that. They threw for about 200 yards on checkdowns. That ain't enough to win the game against us. And don't matter what it is. Don't matter what it is. My boy, the offense. You can't tell us nothing. Can't tell us nothing. Their point is legitimate, and again, that's that fucking douchebag. (laughs) There you go. Uh, I, I mean, it's a bitter pill. It's a bit. It's a bitter pill. Somebody was like, well, you know, last year they, you know, they lost that one. I, I can't believe it's seven years ago to Flacco and, and the uh, Ravens. And then this one, they were like, doesn't it have a Buffalo Bills feel to it? I was like, oh, that's like cruel, man. I don't know if I go that far. <laughs> I don't know if I go that far. But it's tough. But I think at the end of the day, it's just a matter of execution. And the Chiefs just out executed them when it mattered the most. I'd like to believe that the 49ers can rectify that. You know, the, one of the popular topics was which team will get back to the Super Bowl. People always ask that crap. 
And I, I think the 49ers, if they can keep the team relatively intact, they'll have a good shot at it next year, as will the Chiefs. Both of these teams should be in a, a prime window for winning. Uh, and, and then it's just a matter of you know having a couple of good breaks, staying relatively healthy, uh, some prudent signings like Terrell Suggs was for the Chiefs, like Emmanuel Sanders was for the Niners, or acquisite, you know, signings, trades, acquisitions, uh, and complementing your team. But I, I just – I'm not going to hate on Kyle and Garoppolo and, and the 49ers. I, I, I think this is more of a give credit where it's due and, and less of bagging on it. But the criticism is fair, most of it, not all of it. And I hope that that makes Garoppolo and I hope that it makes Shanahan better. Because if they're going to get over the hump and we get a rematch, <laughs> I'm sure you'd love to see – I'm sure you'd yeah. love to see a rematch next year. Well, like if I saw like the early uh, projected uh, the the percentages, they're given the 25 percent chance of the Niners, and then mm-hmm. like 21 percent chance for the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. No, no surprise. And those, and those were the no two surprise. highest no out surprise. of anybody. Yeah. Um, I know Garoppolo made a comment how it was a blessing in disguise because that way it exposed the Niners' weaknesses to allow them to grow and to try to fix what those issues are. Well, that's the way he needs to look at it. Um, and I know Kittle, with God bless Kittle here, he's like, I'm coming I'm coming back with a motherfucking vengeance next yeah. season. That's yeah. exactly what he said. Yeah. I was just like, damn straight you are. Yeah. Well, see, that's one of those things that, that's hard to quantify, right? Uh, when a team wins it, are they still hungry next year? I mean, there's plenty of teams that they win a Super Bowl, they have a great year, they have a great playoff run. They win it, and then that's it. You know, they're good, but there's a certain hunger that comes with that, and there's a certain, you know, sometimes you, you just, you know, you get momentum, you get hot, you ride that through the playoffs. I think the Chiefs were tremendous, but there's plenty of there's plenty of other teams. I mean, Breeze only has one. Rodgers only has one. It's not like it's easy to get there, and we can go off the rails and gloss up Mahomes and the Chiefs, but. Regular, you know what I mean. Like regular season success is one thing, playoff success is a whole different beast. It's a whole different beast. So you you really don't know. But enjoy this year for what it was. But don't make the assumption that they're all hungry and are going to knuckle through and 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 repeat that next year. I don't have a problem with them if they do, but there's certainly it's certainly not automatic, man. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, Mahomes destroyed the Madden curse. So, I mean, he, yeah, really does he need, he, I think he could just go ahead and retire if he wanted to. That that alone, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I will say that that itself was professional grade. But was it Mahomes that broke it, or was Antonio Brown such a dumpster fire that he just, like, black hole absorbed that damn thing? Uh, I think we got to give, give, give it to Mahomes. <laughs> All right, let's do that. We'll give it to Mahomes. We'll give it to Mahomes. We'll, we'll do that. Well, look, man, I know we need to get out of here. I want to uh, – one of the final things I want to do, uh, I'll ask you for your thoughts on uh, both of you for some closing thoughts in a moment. Uh, but I didn't want to forget about Travis Kelsey going absolutely bananas uh, during the Chiefs victory rally er, parade. Did either of you guys get a chance to hear him? I actually did not yet. Okay. No, and I really didn't have an interest in it. Well, for of course, reasons, I, yeah, but. I know, I know, that you did, I know, that you did, I know, that you did. I hear you, bro. I hear you, bro. Uh, but anyway, Travis Kelsey, who uh, a character, and his brother obviously was a character with the Eagles. Um, they've left a stamp on that. There's no doubt. Uh, celebrating like a boss and having a grand old time. So there, here's his uh, snippet from the Chiefs victory rally. 
21 years. How about, how about that? I'm going to walk this wall. How about 21 years? Y'all know what that means? Everybody here is thinking, oh, that's when I can, you know what I mean, legally get a drink. Yeah. No, 21 years. That's how, that's how long it's just been turning for my guy Andy Reid. Mm, it's just been turning and turning and turning. And what we do, what we do, we unleash a can of whoop-ass for everybody. 24 nothing. I ain't trying to hear it. Child 10, I ain't trying to hear it. Fourth quarter, six and whatever left on the clock. Down 10. We got Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, baby. How about Sammy Watkins? How about Damian Williams? Woo! My favorite part's coming up, by the way. How about my dog, 5'5", five, five, and he ain't off sides? That's a callback. That's yep, a callback. That's a callback to last year, dude. That was that was ruthless, man. Here's here's the here's the uh, the non beeped version of that. I don't even know what he says at the end of that, man. Well, mother effing. Clearly he's drunk, but you know. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was in the moment, and a whole bunch of the bottles of the moment were in him. That is for damn sure. <laughs> a little crunk apocalypse there, man. But, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm happy for Reed. Randy, you know, I empathize with you. I do. And I would have enjoyed a 49ers victory, too. That being said... I love the the team of Ascension, and that is the Chiefs. I'm a real big fan of Mahomes, man. I, I I love watching that that guy play football, dude. I love watching that guy play football. He feels like a Madden cheat code. He really does, man. He is ridiculous, and I'm happy for Andy Reid. I can't say I knew a lot of Chiefs fans before this year, but I have the feeling that they're going to be coming out of the woodwork, and kids are going to just be all over them with the rise of, of Mahomes and it's kinda like Patriots fans. Like you can go all over the place right now. You can find Patriots fans everywhere. You know, 10, 10, 15 years ago you didn't see you didn't see any Patriots gear here in the nineties. You didn't see any of that. Yeah. No. <laughs> you saw none of that, dude. Uh and you can find a Patriots fan anywhere now. Right? Well it won't be long before you just find Chiefs fans all over the place. So and I'm not trying to knock fandom. This is this is the way that it goes. Teams that are good, teams that have success, teams that have likable su- young superstars, they attract fans. That's that's how it goes, right? You you saw the fireworks in Kansas City from space. <laughs> that's how ridiculous their celebration was. You could see them from satellite photos. That is incredible. That's true. Can- Kansas was getting crazy. Yeah, it's- yeah. Can- Kansas was going. It, it showed up. You know, they, the Chiefs fans set up so many fireworks. It showed up on radar. That is absolutely insane. I shouldn't have said from space, but it showed up on radar. That is nuts. Yeah. That is. Nuts. That's a lot of fireworks. But they've been saving that up for a while, dude. <laughs> you know, I, I just it, an incredible job by them. Travis Kelsey's all you know doing. Chugging beer off the Lombardi Trophy. What did he call it? A beer luge. That was pretty funny. I enjoyed that. They certainly have had a good time. 
and I don't believe they're done yet, but but you just don't count on it. Enjoy the year for what it was. It, whether you're in Kansas or Missouri, enjoy the year for what it was. Okay? <laughs> enjoy the year for what it was. And maybe that's a one-time thing. Maybe they'll be back. But they're a team on the rise. They're a team on, on the ascent. And it does feel like we're on a gen- the cusp of a generational change and that Mahomes and... You know, they can lead the way. Mahomes, Watson, Jackson, there'll be somebody else. There'll be somebody else, too, that will be the next wave and the next group and the next leaders and, and the next 10 or 15 years of the NFL. But, whew, man, Mahomes is something else, dude. Yeah, and when they're not facing the, the Niners, deep down, deep down, Giggity can can – cheer for him because his dad was a was a met so yeah there you go (laughs) (laughs) we'll see depends on who they play yeah of course um you know it's gonna be a year i'm gonna be salty for a year and i want to see them fall flat on their face of course you will so of course you will and you should just just like i want to see the ravens fall flat on their face so it's just one of those things of course yeah, and, and and I I totally get it. We 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 all get it. Do you yeah. know how much satisfaction Mark and I get from the Cowboys sucking ass? Oh, I get satisfaction out of it too. Don't 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 feel bad. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> you know what, you know what I mean? Sure. Like there's just certain things when the fandom, you know, there there's we do this and we have a great time and we all love football. We do. We love football, and I love the NFL. And and I'm I'm kind of past the jerseys and and the the color of the laundry, as they say. And I just want to enjoy the season, enjoy the stories, and enjoy what it is. But I still have my fandom. And so the fandom in me sometimes makes comments. And, and, and you know, I can appreciate something as a fan, and I can appreciate something a little bit more objectively as just a fan of the game. But every once in a while, it's fun to run with the fandom. And part of fandom is rooting for your own team and rooting for the fail of the teams you don't like and rooting for the fail of of the teams that you hate, of your rivals. And there's some satisfaction in that. There, the, the, whether it's fair or not, there just is. <laughs> and that's okay. So if you if you take satisfaction out of, you know, potential Chiefs fail buckets next year, dude, I totally get it. No hate. <laughs> no hate at all, man. If you, if you take some satisfaction in watching uh, Matt not being able to make it to a playoff game, <laughs> watching Green Bay... That I, was pretty damn funny. I'm I not get gonna it. Lie. I get it. It's it's all good, man. You you enjoy that. If Mark and I take a great deal of satisfaction out of the Cowboys being mediocre yet again, don't hate. Uh, we can talk about the Cowboys objectively doing the podcast, and then our, we can enjoy the moments of fandom where we just get to laugh at that. Uh, we'll Absolutely. see. You know what I mean? And that's okay too. Enjoy the fan. You know, enjoy the fan part of football for your teams and the players and the things that you root for and the things you root against. But don't get just don't get so caught up in that that you can't appreciate the bigger picture and the bigger moments. And I think that's I the- yeah, and I think that's really what that's about. It's just to appreciate appreciate some things for what they are outside of your fandom. It's a yeah, nice reminder. I was gonna say the, car- the, car- the Cardinal rule uh, should ever be broken. Don't be a D-bag and root for injuries. Don't don't cheer don't do for that. injuries. Don't don't, do don't be one of those guys. All right, man. Well, look, Toto, we're not in Kansas anymore, right? Er, Toto, we're not in Missouri anymore, right? Er. 
<laughs> I think it's time for us to get out of here, man. Um, we ran a little bit longer than I anticipated, but that's probably not a huge surprise. But we're still still doing pretty good, uh, given recent history. But uh, we'll raise a glass, obviously. Randy, it, it, I'm sorry, bro, but we'll, we'll raise a glass to Reed and Mahomes and the Chiefs and what looks like the beginning of something really special. Uh, and we'll see what the 49ers can do. Hopefully that's motivation yeah. for them. Hopefully that is motivation for them. Ray, I would, Ray, raise a glass to the Niners as well. Yeah, I wouldn't I'll, mind. Double season. You know, if I can't have a team that I want in, I, can live with, I could live with a re. Um, I don't want to see four in a row. But I might, I oh, might be, no. yeah, I might, I might be willing to do a, a back-to-back to see how the 49ers respond to that. That, that might be a point of curiosity. I could live with that. Uh, and, giant, giant, Giants, Chiefs, Giants. Yeah. You know what would really drive everybody crazy? Redskins, Chiefs. There you go. <laughs> I'd be damn impressed that team got turned around that quickly. How, how best, much, biggest, best turnaround in history. <laughs> that would be insane. By the way, I think the the next winningest coach active, the next winningest coach that is currently active with the most wins without a Super Bowl, I believe is Ron Rivera. Mm. Hmm. It just it throws you because it's the active coaches because uh, you know Jason Garrett is now an OC. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there, there's right. a, there's a couple of people that aren't currently coaching that it right. throws you, and then there's some people you've forgotten about that at least have one. Uh, one ring along the way but uh, anyway we'll see how it plays out as always one of the things I've enjoyed about doing the podcast is I just I enjoy the game uh, on a different level and I enjoy the league on a different level uh, and that part I'm thankful for I can still enjoy the fandom components of it and I can still you know needle and laugh at and rage on and hate on some other things but I just enjoy the sport I just I just really enjoy the sport and I get to enjoy the good stories and I think that that makes it satisfying, and I can appreciate the year for what it is, even if my team's not good. Which again, dealing with the Redskins, there's been a lot of not good. The Packers, at least, have given me a couple of things uh, along the way. But I don't know. It, it was a hell of a year. It was a hell of a story. And defeating the Madden curse is extra special. <laughs> but I don't. I don't think this. The 49ers, I don't think the final chapter is written on this team. This season, yes. This team, no. Uh, and no, I think and it seems like the team is doing everything they can to stay together. Yeah. Uh, Eric Armstead said he's willing to take the franchise tag. Quan Alexander restructured his contract to free up $10 million in cap space. Mm-hmm. These players want another shot. They yeah. want to be together for another year. And hopefully, so. is Sta- is Sta- do you think Sailor is going to be, be back next year? I One think more that, run? I, for me, that was probably the most heartbreaking thing for him is like how much that team wanted to win that ring just for him. Yeah. And how upset they were that they couldn't get him a ring. And I think he'll be back. Um, it wouldn't make any – I mean, they've got some young talent that they could plug in there. But yeah. I think really – I think he wants to go out on a win just to feel what it – just to have that feeling yeah. just once. Um, I mean, I'll I'll just do my wrap-up thoughts real quick here. Uh you haven't seen the last of the Niners. I think this is, I think our, we might not have the biggest window uh, to really get have a shot of getting a ring, but I think over the next few years, I think we'll get one, at least one. I have all the respect in the world for the for Andy Reid, and I think it's great for all the legitimate Kansas City fans that have suffered <laughs> many years um, through not have you know having to wait this long for a championship. I am, Fifty years is you know, a long I'm, way, man. Uh, you know, I'm happy for him. You know, obviously those kids that are just starting to experience fandom and fall in love with the team, you know, 
keep you know keep with it. But if you're one of these guys that is just like I'm a Seahawks fan one year, hey, I'm a Panthers fan the next year. I'm Denver this year. Now I'm Kansas City. You know what? F <laughs> off. I don't want to. I don't. Don't even come talk to me. I don't want to talk to your lazy ass. Get out of uh, here. Forget <laughs> about much. it. I don't know. Drop some random northern northernism on us, man. Uh, I think it's funny because you actually got to listen to me go off and get a little New Yorker on the. You did <laughs> on I Sunday. I left. Well, I, I think it's fun. I think I do think it's funny. I don't know if you do it on purpose or if it if it's just an no, accent. It literally change. just comes out whenever like I'm yeah. really fucking annoyed or really pissed or yeah. something because I was I was you and were it was, it it was so irritating because Frank Clark was running his mouth all fucking week about how. They're gonna stop the Niners' run attack and blah blah blah, and how they're the best defense in the world. And then the Niners run on them. And he's like, "Well, they got a really fucking good game. No shit, Sherlock. You know, way to fucking change your fucking tune, you douchebag. I mean, what See, the fuck? There it is. There it is. You can hear the accent. Like when you drop the douchebag, you definitely have it. It's very funny. <laughs> oh, that's great. So but, yeah, yeah, they've like, got to win. No wonder they, why they tr- go ahead. It's like it's like yeah, they trade your ass away just so they can sign you know so Seattle can sign Genevieve and Clowney, but it's just you know, or get traded Genevieve and Clowney, but it's just I don't know that that dude just annoys the fuck out of me. Other than that, it's been a hell of a ride. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't trade it for anything. I'm so proud of what this. Well, you traded for a Super Bowl win, but it has been well, other yeah. than that. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I'm that. so I'm happy and proud of what yeah. this team has accomplished in such a short amount of they time. It's it's exciting, and yeah. I can't be mad. Now, yes, the pressure's on the team because we've had that rise from being no, essentially nobodies to being somebody. Now it's just keeping that level of excellence, and it's 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 going to be a different feel next year. Look, man, look, man. Redskins are taking Chase Young in the two hole, bro. I'm telling you, don't be sleeping on don't be sleeping on that. That, that, be, that makes the most legitimate sense don't, for don't the be, Redskins. I'm just saying, don't be sleeping on the Redskins next year, baby. Don't be sleeping on them, man. Don't be sleeping on them. Hey, I, hey, I like what you guys have done so far this offseason in terms of coaching I decisions. I want. I, I'm really curious to see what you guys do. Hey, look, with free look, bro, and Cowboys, y'all better look out, man. You got you got the Giants with Jason Garrett, and you got the Redskins, man. Look out, y'all. Y'all should have won. Y'all should have tried to finish when everybody else was mediocre as shit. <laughs> uh, all kidding aside, Mark, man, uh, wrap up Super Bowl thoughts and let's get the hell out of here. I don't think I got too much more to add. It was it was definitely an entertaining game. I was rooting for the Niners uh, pretty hard, so I was disappointed by the outcome. But uh, you know, as much as I, I I may you know disagree with some of the play calling things like that, I I, I would agree in the end. Uh, it would be a travesty and it would be false not to not to give the Chiefs credit for uh, what they did all all, all playoffs. You know, uh, comeback kids. Uh, I th- I I think this Mahomes kid's got a future. Maybe. Um, Maybe. I got a hunch, and uh, Good yeah, take. they they they, cer- they certainly gave us a very entertaining game. So, uh, so ha- uh, highly entertaining season. Yeah. Halfway serious question. We know why Mahomes got the MVP. Man, we get it. Was there a point in that game you thought that it was going to be Damian Williams? Yeah. 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 So and, and yeah, the argument obviously could be made, but uh, can't can't get wrong with either choice. And I I I, I bet Williams gets that. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, that that's a little bit of super, uh, you know, quarterback love, man. Oh yeah. I mean, my hope, and I, I do think part of the part of the story with that is, you know, the quarterback keeping his cool, keeping his team together, and leading them on the sidelines as Mark drops his headphones and does whatever he's doing over there, uh, fumbling. But I think part of that is is 
it's not just the stats you're producing, it's leading your team. And I think uh, Mahomes, some of his sideline stuff, uh, working the team and, you know, encouraging them and keep it, it, the leadership aspect, I think, factored in. And then the his ascent as a player and then his overall performance, both on the field and then on the sideline and then clutching up, uh, really sealed the deal for him. Although I, I wouldn't have been upset if Damian Williams was Super Bowl, it wouldn't have bothered me. No. If he, it, you know what no, I mean? No, no. He did enough that that I think he earned that reasonably. Arguably, he earned that. But I don't have any big beef with Mahomes being Super Bowl MVP. Then you know I'm fine, fine either way. But anyway, look, man, um, good game, good enjoyable game, intense, intense. I'm glad we got a good one because there are some years you definitely you definitely don't. This was a good one. This was a good one and enjoyable. Uh, not for, not so much for 49ers fans, but I think for football fans, that was an enjoyable game. The commercials sure. were solid. Halftime show was uh, enjoyable. <laughs> we might as well milk that for all we can, right? No, I'm just kidding. Neapolitan. That's why. That's why Shannon had to had to disappear so quickly, man. He had to go. He had to go rub one out before bedtime. <laughs> Shakira, Shakira. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Maybe. Should we play like the fucking New York Jets and not some fucking slap dick team? <laughs> As always, man, I'm glad that we could share this time together, uh, both us on the podcast and then with everybody that listens. Uh, enjoy the football. Uh, man, the off season's right up on us, and then we got XFL round two. <laughs> we'll see how that we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, I'm gonna tune in. That Mark, are you gonna watch any games? Uh. Doubtful. DVR. I mean, I, mean, I think I'm gonna may, watch. May, may, I'll, I'll DVR. Sure. Okay. All right. Do you guys want to do the XF the XFL fantasy football? <laughs> oh Lord. Yikes. No, thank you. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Who knows? Maybe it'll be finally. I'll find a DC team I can root for in the XFL. <laughs> Maybe you get permission. That you can root for the the DC XFL team, <laughs> it's okay. None of you, none of your New York friends will hold that against you. Like none, probably not. <laughs> none. Just just make sure that you know when you think of uh, Washington, you don't think of Washington State. Think of Washington DC. Um, a side note for uh, Mark, I laughed at the notion that Trump obviously had the 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 tweet congratulating the Chiefs and dropping the Kansas instead of the Missouri. And then somebody tweeted out a meme where the heat they took Sharpie and they bubbled out and included the rest of Kansas City with Kansas and they just took it out of Missouri. I laughed. I thought it was so funny, dude. It was so funny. Oh, politics is so ugly these days. You gotta have a laugh at some of these things, y'all. Like for real. Simmer down. It's okay. Just have a laugh. There's too much there's plenty of serious stuff. Uh, just have a laugh every once in a while. That crap was funny. And the amount of people that actually took it crazy seriously on my newsfeed was amazing to me. It's like, dude, he effed up. Just laugh at it. Why do you guys have to go on some rant about, well, you know, let me define Kansas City for you. Bro, we can look at a map too. It's okay. We get it. But if, look at the official Wikipedia page. They're in Missouri, bitch. Yeah, he got it wrong. That's all there is to it. Just laugh at it. It's not the end of the world, dude. God bless. <laughs> yeah. No sense of humor, man. Some people have no sense of humor. Welcome to the internet. 
<laughs> Welcome to the internet, y'all. Anyway, let's get out of here, man. Look, as always, keyword sports and brew. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, our home feed on Podbean, a whole host of other services. And I enjoyed the season. I'm sorry that it's over, but I always look forward to the next one as well. Uh, and dear um, Los Angeles Rams, good luck trading Todd Gurley. Y'all gonna y'all gonna need it, bro. <laughs> just hashtag just saying. Uh, but look, from all of us, to all of you. Uh, enjoy the weekend, and I guess we're gonna have to shift gears, man. College basketball, hockey, Ovi being a badass. We got other stuff to get to. You know, the future of the Mets and Mark's was it seven line? Yes, sir. Mark's seven line gear. <laughs> it's all good, but uh, you know, until next time, friends. Enjoy it. Raise a glass with some friends and some family. And enjoy life. From all of us, all of you, we're the Sports Brew. We'll catch you on the flip side, man. Peace out, y'all. Peace out, folks. Night. See you.